Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm with the Greg Wilson today. We have Rashad Evans hey. Rashad Evans calling in as well as we have a Titan FC praise, uh, press conference between uh, Chase Sherman, uh, who is a 7-1 fighter with seven first-round knockouts, against Jack May, who is 7-2. Uh, two heavyweights going at it. You know what uh, the thing is about heavyweights, Adam? What's that? They, they're the only division that, even when they're in shape, they don't look like they're in shape. That's true. Look, you at, know, look like, at even Kane in his best shape. Right, like, still look soft. They always look soft. But they'll fucking kill us. But they got, yeah, but they got <laughs> those huge bricks for hands, and I guess that's what you need, just power. I want to thank our sponsors, Decipher, D-I hyphen Cypher. Decipher is a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. People, everybody needs a personal coach. Everyone can benefit from feedback and outside perspective. Decipher brings that to you. They will help you reach your dreams, define success, and help you achieve the life you've always wanted. Call them today at 1-888-731-COACH. And book your free coaching session. Again, that's 1-888-731-2622. Fighters, when I said everybody needs a personal coach, I meant everybody. These ciphers help fighters learn how to pull the trigger in fights, how to deal with octagon jitters, and even help fighters set themselves up for success after fighting and much, much more. So just, guys, listeners, use the code ROASTED for 10% off all services. Everyone needs a personal coach. That's a quote from Bill Gates. Also, tip a fighter. Fighters are underpaid, okay? We see these fighters all the time. We had Vince Pichelin. He's working, yeah. he's working AAA while in the UFC. Yeah. There's not a person so crazy. on the Raiders working AAA, okay? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, Raiders? They're, they're, well, they're just stealing the cars. Yeah. Okay, but okay, so, so I'm telling you, check out to tipafighter.com. It's not charity. It's 100% about pay for performance. Rewarding fighters for exceptional performance. Bubba Jenkins is fighting tomorrow night. Okay, Bubba he, Jenkins! He's with Tip a Fighter. He's weighing in right now. Bubba, we love you, man. We, we support you. You're, we support everything that you do, including being a co-host of this show. Kill him tomorrow night, brother. Yes. So if Bubba puts off a good performance, which I have a feeling he will... Throw that dude some cash, okay? Go to and tipafighter.com. And throw him a lot more cash because he's going to be stuck here with us. <laughs> so, f- fighters, there's no reason you should not be with Tip a Fighter. It's extra money. Extra money. Who does it? I'm telling you, I do comedy shows sometimes. Someone, I'm selling t-shirts afterwards. Someone gives you tw- an extra 20 bucks, so let's keep it. I feel pretty damn good yeah, about that. Totally. So, uh, also, American Icon Autographs, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, Football, baseball, everything else in between. They have signings from people like Fedor, Sakuraba, Rampage, Big Nog, Hoist Gracie, Marlis Conan, and more. Check out their website to find out who's signing next. Go to their events. Meet the celebrities and build your man cave. AIASE.com. The guy's name is Sean. He is one of the nicest people I have met in this business. I mean, I put him up there at the top 1%. Yeah. So uh, help him out by going to his 
store, help yourself out by getting something cool. You now, know, uh, Ronda Rousey could have used Decipher to help find the exit to the cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, man, people are people are jumping on the I hate Ronda Rousey bandwagon. I don't hate Ronda Rousey. I'm just making jokes. I, I'm not at uh, all. I, and I, you know what? Rashad was saying that Holly, that Ronda could never beat Holly, and I don't agree with that. No, I don't agree at all. I think if Ronda comes back focused and takes her to the ground, I think she absolutely, without question, could beat Holly. She Holly. needs to switch camps. She, yeah. If she stays with GFC, Edmund, okay, Mr. Beautiful Round, after getting the shit beaten out of you in the first round, yeah. she's not going to win anything, okay? Yeah. She's going to bleeding for the uh, first time. So, but if she leaves camp, goes to a um, TriStar with Faraz, goes to an AKA, goes to an American top team, uh, goes to a Black Zillions, okay, goes to uh, Arizona Combat Fitness, wherever she goes, team takedown is better than where she's yeah, at yeah, yeah. because they hyped her into believing that she was this world-class boxer, which we've all found out that was not the case. And she wasn't, she was took away her strengths. Uh, yeah, they, she didn't get to the ground. She tried once and then stopped. And people, and people, people who are saying, well, she tried, it didn't work. Yeah. She tried and didn't work. But as a former wrestler, okay. As a, uh, you know, you go for the takedown once, you don't get it. You go twice, you go a different setup. Fourth setup. It's not just about trying something once. Well, and then quitting and, and, and be like, oh, can't take her down. That, can't be done. That's not the way it goes. Right. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm having a uh, I'm having a tough time right now, Greg. I'll tell you. Really? So, Why have you not gotten laid in 24 hours? No, no, no. Uh, I actually. <laughs> here's what you're happened. the only guy that cannot get laid for one day and think you'll never get laid again. And you're the only guy that I can't finish a sentence with. Okay. <laughs> and, and tell you exactly why I'm having okay, a bad day. I'm, I'm going to read the Greg Wilson mail if this continues. Okay. Okay. Don't so, do it. Don't do it. so, uh, <laughs> so I like found out that uh, I ended up my like, uh, so I got this like mat, like I thought it ringworm. Okay, and I'm uh, from from the kids, from coaching the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's ringworm. So I, I go to the doctor. It's like this, like, little rash. I'll show it to you. It's this okay, fucking thing. Okay, let me investigate this. Okay, I'll show you. With this. So oh, here. goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I don't know if it's... I'm pretty sure that's AIDS. No, it's not AIDS. AIDS, <laughs> AIDS doesn't itch, okay? Uh, you got so, Charlie Sheen on it. Uh, thank you. No, I don't, have, I don't have AIDS. Thank you. I don't have Charlie Sheen. Okay, so I end up going to the doctor, right? I go to the doctor, and I say, is this ringworm? Because it might be shingles. The guy's yeah. like, I don't know if it's shingles ringworm or mat herpes right which right. is like you can get a thing called mat herpes from the wrestling mat or from a mat so he gave me valtrex right so so he gave me like so you're on anti-herpes medication yeah so i yeah so i ended up going to to like i have to go to check it out I have to go, i'm at kaiser and yeah. the girl behind the counter is cute of course right of course and she's handing me valtrex and i'm like oh <laughs> i'm like no it's not what you think i got it from a, a kid uh, oh. which is <laughs> Which, which sounds so bad. And she's uh, looking at me like, uh, uh, next online, please. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 it's not. I didn't mean I got, I didn't, it was just, I, there was no way of explaining. It was just, it went bad. It's not a good look. Not a good look. Yeah. So that's, uh, and now anytime a girl comes over to your place, you got to hide it. Cause if she sees it in your, in your, the Valtrex. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, I, so I asked the doctor, I'm like, what is, what, 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 he's like, look, it's not genital herpes. You didn't do anything wrong. Okay. It, it just, I don't know what it is. It he looks got, like Ebola. No, it's not Ebola, fuckhead, all right? I don't know what I have on my chest, but it's fucking itchy and it's annoying as you shit. You have SARS-Bola. SARS-Bola, okay. It's the rare hybrid of SARS and Ebola. Okay, you have you have annoying Bola. <laughs> you have, I'm going to bowl your head into a fucking parking lot. I love lot. it because you actually take it all in and it makes it worse for you. I oh, I know. It. The more stressed I get, the I worse know. it gets. I, you're so easy to get. It's oh, funny. I God. love it. What did you think, by the way, of the whole Charlie Sheen thing? You know what? I wish he'd come out sooner. 
He should have just dealt with that sooner instead of letting these people blackmail him forever and and playing all these risks and all the craziness with the, the tiger blood and all that. Apparently, that was reactionary to the diagnosis. He found out and went cuckoo nuts and just started drowning himself in He was already was, cuckoo nuts. From right, a, I mean, but, I was when I heard he had HIV four years ago, I was shocked. It wasn't 20 years ago. Right, uh, right. But I, I actually wrote a bit about it. How oh, like Because now all these girls are like suing him yes. because he didn't tell them, which was yeah. awful. Uh, you can't That's do that. That's what I'm saying. You, you, no, you can't. But you should have there are there are dating sites for people who are You're HIV exactly positive right. and and for herpes people and he too. would have been so you'll have to get on that listen side. fuckhead okay <laughs> it's not genital herpes okay, okay. Uh, but but there are there are dating sites for it and I think that uh, he 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 would have cleaned up like on plenty of positive fish or uh, <laughs> or uh, or okay Cupid has HIV you know, you know I'm just I'm just saying um, look, I'm a Charlie Sheen I, I've I've always liked Charlie Sheen yeah but I when I when I'm reading about it is that he's into some according allegedly according to some of these mistresses that like provided him girls they provided him transgenders transgender yeah. girls dudes he wanted to watch trannies have sex with girls I mean he's into some wild yeah, five five at a time wild stuff yeah. I mean this and he says he told every girl that he has HIV there's yeah. no way he told 200 women that that, yeah. uh, that uh, two women are not going to have sex with you. If, right. I don't think if you have, if if you have HIV, no matter how much you pay them, right? Right? Yeah, because we all. I mean, because condom or no condom, that's just one of the so, ones that you're like, nope. So what do you think happened? You think he he becomes suicidal or he he goes broke? I, I mean, if he keeps settling with two hundred women, well, here's here's the thing. Definitely, he's going to go broke. But he really? also, yeah, with all yeah. the money he has, all the two and a half well, men money. I mean, it'll all keep the, coming in. I mean, he sells money coming in. Yeah, so that's good. You know, but yes, he's going to get sued for a lot of money from a lot of people. But on the other side, I mean, it has to be a relief for him to finally be able to just have it out there and it's not be this this secret eating away at him inside. Well, I, I heard he did 23 out of court settlements so far. 20, 23. Right. And, so, and, and the other thing is, you know, I mean, with the drugs that they have now, you can live a very long life, yeah. you know, perfectly fine. They even said that, so, that there are drugs to take where you can have sex unprotected and still not be contagious. You better make sure she's on board with that. No, that, no, I read that in the New York Post yesterday. They the whole thing. They had all these questions yeah, and answers. Yeah, the suppressive drugs they have now are very, very good. It's you know, very, I mean, look at Magic Johnson. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of people that have lived long lives, very healthy lives. So as long as you could afford those that was drugs. one of the funniest. When I saw Chris Rock, uh, he was doing stand-up back in the day. Mm-hmm. He was like, Magic Johnson, what kind of AIDS he got? He yeah. gave weight. They gave him a talk show. He goes, <laughs> that wasn't a talk show. He goes, he couldn't even talk on the Lakers. He was just pointing. You go here. That wasn't a talk show. It was a side effect of AIDS. That was one of the funniest things. I don't think he ever did it on TV that, that bit, but yeah. it was so funny. It was. So, yeah, listen, he, talk about the most appropriate name. I mean, truly, he does have a Magic Johnson. Because <laughs> it, that shit didn't affect him at all. It's the most literal name ever. That is so funny. Uh, so anyway, I'm actually, uh, things are going good with my dating life I'm, I'm actually you know i i you know for a while i'm, I'm working stuff out in therapy i'm in therapy w- once a week yeah i'm being working on being more selective you know uh with who i go out with and stuff uh for a long time not anymore actually but for a long time i think there was this like uh y- you know this pressure for men to like have sex with a girl who's in front of you because you know like you're just a guy and you're like other dudes would love to be in your position right you know it's like you know when you're younger and your parents are like, finish your food. There are people starving in Africa. <laughs> so it was almost yeah. like a pretty weak justification. It was almost like we bang this yeah. chick. There are dudes no, horny yeah. in Riverside. Right. You know, like so. 
So I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying that's. So, but, but but that's not the case. You don't You're have like, to. Like I gotta finish this. You don't. <laughs> yeah. I gotta finish this, or someone else is gonna eat it. Yeah, exactly. Someone else will eat the. F- <laughs> This is the worst justification I have ever heard for being a man whore. No, <laughs> but, uh, but what, I'm, I'm in the clean plate club. What do you want me to do? I don't, I don't leave any pussy on the plate. I, hey, listen, I'm a guy who finishes my pussy. You're out of your goddamn mind. The clean plate How club. How are you this? How are you this non-selective and not a cokehead? <laughs> no, I'm amazing. telling. No, I am selective. I got. There's a girl I'm dating now who uh, who who. I just don't want to rush it. It has to happen organically. You know, sometimes like, <laughs> or at least until your shit clears up. No, no. <laughs> look, this is not. It's, it's not. It gave ge- you like a side gina. It looks like a side vagina. I don't know. It, I, I'm. I'm. It's either shingles. Or ringworm, it sucks. Which are both based kind of the same thing, right? No, shingles is like one's a mat you get from a wrestling mat or a dirty mat. The other, the other is, one you get from a the dirty other one trish. you get from stress. <laughs> stress that has nothing to do with females in, in this situation. When you get from a dirty mat, when you get from a dirty Samantha, <laughs> you're you're, <laughs> you're a dick. Uh, but yeah, so I'm working on. But anyway, I. And then I'm also stressed a little bit because, uh, first of all, I, I like missed a coach's meeting. I forgot we had a coach's meeting for wrestling, but it's okay. The athletic director You're went. You're not paid. It's okay. So, uh, well, we took care of it, but I'm, I'm in Vegas December 7th to the 12th doing the, the Stratosphere Comedy Club, the LA Comedy Club at the Stratosphere. Open. They're open. They did open. They open. But the issue is that our first match is December 11th, and I'm like, I'm going to miss the first match. Even another coach that'll be there. But I'm like, but that uh, does suck for you. Absolutely. Oh, I love, I love coaching. I love the first match. It's always one of the funnest matches. The first match in a tournament. Yeah. The first match, the kids never wrestled before. They don't know what's going on. It's just, it's just funny, and it's just like, and then the tournament's always the best because it's like you see how far they've come. Yeah. But you know, it sucks. It's just like that's that's. I mean, I'm going to make every other match. We have six matches uh, during a year. I'm going to make five of them. That's great. Yeah, but I know, but I hate I hate missing the first yeah, one. Yeah, that's true. The first one, those are memories you don't get back. Uh, well, thanks, man. <laughs> I've been coaching for 11 years, dude, and I plan going nowhere. There'll be other first matches, dick. All right, pre- memories you don't get back. You're the worst, man. The worst You're friend. the easiest person to fuck with on the planet. Thank you. I so appreciate good. that you honestly know that and still fuck with me. Of course. I have to. Someone does. Yeah. Listen, you've gotten a lot of great things out of life. Like you said, you're doing all the pussy that those guys in Riverside so <laughs> someone's got to take it out of you. You're a great friend. Uh, no, I, um, <laughs> you're a great you, you are a great friend. Well, I had a show last night. Uh, it was uh, Eric Allegria. I love Eric. He's like, dude, yeah. this is my best show. But which is like being the smartest Kardashian because yeah. uh, this show I did it was like six people in a dive bar like fifty comics you know yeah. uh, but I was gonna I got to work out some new material which I was happy about that yeah. but it was just one of those things this one woman would not heckling every single person and nobody was telling her to shut up. And then when I finally got on her, she's like, I'm like, what do you do for a living? She's like, well, I'm in college. I'm like, oh, it's good that you're 50 in college. And then she's like, uh, she's like, I'm also a vet. A U.S. And then at that point, what are you going to say? I'm not going to like put I can't put it out for her service, you know? Sure you can. Well, really? What yeah. would you, what would well, you say? Well, she's not very good if she's still got to go to college. <laughs> what, would, what would you say? <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I mean. I don't know. It was like I, I had some things I wanted to say, but I'm like. Oh, wait, a vet, like a war vet? A war vet. Oh, I thought like a vet. Like no, for, for like animals. a war vet. 
I had some things I wanted to say, but it was one of those things. I'm like, right, I, you don't want to be too mean about it because she's a veteran. You want to be like, wow, you're the one that I wish they'd finished the job. <laughs> something like that. I wish I had an IED right now. Something like, yeah. So yeah. There, were, there was stuff I could say, but it was one of those things where if I would have, I could have won the battle and lost the war. Right. And then, or I, I could have got her, but then I would have had to spend another half an hour trying to dig myself back out of that hole. Yeah, or another you 10 minutes. Her. I got her a little bit, but whatever. Anyway, yeah. MMA stuff. So Jose Aldo. MMA topics we'll talk about. Then we got a, uh, Rashad Evans calling in in 12 minutes. And then we also have a Titan FC press conference. We got a good show today. Aldo does not think that Ronda will fight again. What do you think? He's wrong. He's totally crazy. This is the only thing that's, that would have made her fight again. Because she was already looking past this fight, looking for retirement, doing the baby maker thing, because nobody beat her. And I think she was just tired of, I mean, I, I think the same thing was true uh, of Anderson Silva. He was beating everybody. No, so but easily. he had lost six or seven times But it had been a long time. Been a long and, time. And I think he was just, he was, he, there was there, there was no challenge in it left He got them. complacent a he little bit. He got complacent. He was dancing around forever and they got knocked the fuck out. And I think this is the same thing with Rod. It wasn't a challenge for her anymore. She had lost the drive. I mean, look at what she was trying to do emotionally to work herself up for it now she actually has legitimate reason she has an opponent she has a, you know an apollo creed she has somebody that she wants to take down it's, uh it's more of a, a mr t yeah it's more of a, yeah 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 what, what was his name uh, uh, it's, uh, uh clubber lang clubber lang she has a clubber a, lang to go after and so th- i think that changes the game for her i think maybe it lights yes, the fire yes yes and no and y- I yeah think, yeah I, I think she definitely fights again and i think she wins i hope she fights again there was a there's a video of her her coming off TMZ, the TMZ man, they're relentless. relentless. She, she gets off the uh, the airplane and she's got Travis Brown next to her. She's got a blanket in front of her face, like a little child holding a blanket in front of her face, and and you couldn't see her face with her ho- with a hoodie on. Man, I, I'm telling you, it broke my heart. I, I looked at her and I'm like, fuck, man. But here's here's a girl that's not. <laughs> she's not good at winning. I mean, she's good at winning. She's not good at like. Like after the fact, like not shaking hands, like yeah. not, but she's also not a good loser. Uh, she, th- she's taken this really to heart. Uh, there, and you know, I, I do hope she fights again. The question is, okay, before when she was fighting, she was living in her car. Okay. She was, she had nothing. She had absolutely, yeah. she was an Olympian with no money. She right. was broke. Which she was is a, wait- a, a waitress. Yeah. She had everything. Now she's got. Let's say she's got twenty five million dollars. Okay, let's as a okay. Okay, let's say that you know as, a, as a number that is that is accessible. Pulling it out of my ass. Okay, however, yeah. with all that. Okay, she's got the weight of the fucking world on her. She, I mean, I I don't know if she'll fight again. There are there are time there are people that have never fought again. Michael Spinks, undefeated cruiserweight champion. Uh, I think he was light heavyweight champion. MMA roasted facts. Yeah. Okay, one of the heavyweight. Okay, fought Mike Tyson. Got knocked out in what ninety seconds. Never fought again. Gina Carano, uh, beautiful, uh, was kind of the, the Ronda Rousey before Ronda Rousey, obviously not to that extent. Okay, gets the shit beaten out of her by Cyborg. Never fights again. Now, Carano had uh, Steven Sodenberg, who loved, fell in love with her, put her in all these movies. She's, I mean, because she, she was not a great actress in the beginning, but they, that now she's an actor. A lot of her movies are going straight to DVD, but she's acting. She's actually, she's always got some movies coming out. Yeah. I don't think she's fighting again. I hope Ronda fights again, but Ronda has to take a step back to take, take, to take two steps forward. She has to get back with her mom. She has to yeah, say her and absolutely. mom have to make up. She's got to leave GFC. Okay. I know she's loyal 
but uh, but she's got to leave Glendale Fighting Club and she has to go to a real gym, like like we said. Now, um, also though, now I mean, Cormier's the Daniel- money that's going to be. First of all, you can't for her. I don't think like all those other ancillary things that she was counting on to make money with. I think most of that goes away if she leaves it on a loss. Okay, uh, the movie me, stuff, the well, modeling she's in, she's stuff, in, like, whatever. Some movie called Twenty Two Mile or something, or right. That's all stuff that was done before the fight. We're talking about everything she was counting on being there after she went out on the big win. At the same time, she's not, and I think that evaporates. And I think she's like, but I how much money, money do you need? Wise, she's not making. She's not Mayweather. She's not making it rain with fucking strippers. It, it doesn't on matter. Instagram. There's never enough. A life, you can go through money real fucking fast. There are a lot of athletes that have made twenty five million dollars and are broke ten years later. Yeah, but a lot of those athletes have certain habits. I don't think Ronda has. Okay. It doesn't matter when you're talking about wanting to pay for the rest of your life. If they, if you could double that money in one more fight, are you walking away from it? Fuck no. You know, it just seems like the UFC is not. She's Ronda does not have the marketability that Holly Holm has. Uh, Reverse that. Boom. Holly Holm does not have the marketability that Ronda Rousey has. I mean, you, if you just see it now, you know, Holly Holm, while being a pretty fighter, doesn't have that. Like, I mean, which I think, you know, one of Mike Goldberg's dumbest thing is it's exhausting being a rock star. And Joe's like, Joe Rogan's like, uh, she's not losing because she's a rock star. She's getting punched in the face or whatever that, you know, (laughs) but at the same time, Holly Holm is not a rock star. Uh, uh, Ronda Rousey does a lot more for the sport as far as making it popular than Holly Holm does. Yeah, you're exactly Uh, right. And I think it's bullshit. Already there was an article on Fox Sports that said something about, uh, that equated Holly Holm uh, with some sort of... uh, some sort of company that she was sponsored by that sells illegal substances. They were. I was like, what? I mean, you guys are making some pretty gigantic leaps right here. You know, I, I, Holly Holmes, uh, as far as I know, never failed a drug test. Never. So what? What, what are we talking about here? But uh, you know, anyway. So uh, so now they're attacking her because she won. Yeah, they're attacking. They're attacking Listen, her. In this country, man, you, there are no winners. There are only losers. You may win something, and it just it's just a. a, a feeding frenzy to try and tear you down. I mean, they love building you up. They love tearing you down. They love seeing you make a comeback. Yeah, it's true. But and it's, so but she's it on track now. Now Rhonda's on track for the comeback. Yes. But at the same time, she's got to make some drastic changes. Yeah. Well, she'll take her time. Hopefully she takes her time. Well, Daniel Cormier says that Rhonda needs a year off to improve. Uh, if that's the case, if she takes a year off, who gets the next title shot? Uh, I yesterday said that Juliana Pena uh, should get the title shot. Now, listen. I'm, yeah, but you want to bang Julian. Okay, Pena. listen, I will fully That's a admit. a bit of a tainted uh, I will fully admit, endorsement there. Can I finish? Okay, I will fully admit I have a bias here. Not because I want to. Bias wanna, or a boner? I, I look, I do not. <laughs> I do not want to. Look, she's, Juliana's a friend of mine. Uh, she's come on the show before. She's sat in on the podcast. She's a sweetheart, beautiful girl, fun girl, on my new TV show. Lots of cool things. However, even all that said, there is still a case to be made that she should be next in line, okay? First of all, she has not lost since 2013, okay? She's won six fights in a row. Granted, three of those fights were in the Ultimate Fighter, okay? So she's really won three UFC fights officially. However, she did beat in the house the um, uh, Raquel Pennington. No, she didn't beat Raquel. She beat Jessica Riccozzi. She beat uh, Shayna Baszler. And she beat someone else in the house. I forgot who it was. She beat someone else. And someone to get in the house. So, okay. So, uh, Juliana, her last fight was over uh, was over Jessica I. Okay? Misha Tate. Yeah. People are saying Misha should get it. 
Misha's last fight, Jessica I. Okay, before that, Sarah Kaufman. Yes, Misha has, let's say she, but then Misha has lost to Kat Zingano, okay? Yep. And she has lost to Ronda twice. Yep. She's had two title shots. Okay, so then we go to Amanda Nunez. Should Nunez get it? Nunez has looked great in the way that she beat uh she she beat um Sarah McMahon and she also beat before Sarah McMahon Nunez beat Shayna Baszler. However, Nunez lost to Kat Zingano. Okay, Kat Zingano lost to Ronda Rousey in 14 seconds. Okay, so there's a strong case to be said that Juliana Pena has not lost to Kat Zingano, has not lost to Misha Tate, okay, has beat Jessica I. So she could, okay, let's let's say it. Now, there was the case of Dana White did say to, to, to Misha Tate, the winner versus you versus Jessica I gets title shot. Okay, but she's been there twice before and has lost twice before. So there's a case to be made. So I put that on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And yes, I do have bias. Fine. I'm admitting my bias. Okay. 100% admitting my bias. Hashtag boner bias. Okay. Boner bias. All right. So now I put that on Twitter and then people say, no way, man. She didn't, uh, somebody says, uh, she didn't beat anyone. How many of her wins were in the top 10? Yeah. Okay. Fine. It was Jessica. I was in the top 10. I go, well, how many people did uh, Holly Holm beat there in the top 10 before she beat Ronda Rousey? The big fat fucking donut, goose egg, zero, right? I was making a point. So then fucking Big Black chimes in from Black and Rob. Okay, you know? right, right, so right, then, right, right. So then Big Big Black comes in and says, hey, man, uh, who cares if she didn't beat anybody in the top 10? Fucking, uh, what's your name? Kicked ass. Uh, uh, Holly Holm kicked ass. That was not the fucking point. I was, so he start, comes in saying that I'm now criticizing Holly Holm. So I'm like, that's, so then fucking, what's his name? Will Brooks, the, the Bellator champ, goes, these guys don't understand, Big Black. I'm like, no, that's not what I was fucking, I was defending. So now I'm in a fucking Twitter fight to get back to my fucking point, and then somebody says, well, Ultimate Fighter wins shouldn't count for title shots. So I wrote, tell it to Matt Sarah, who fucking beat GSP after winning the Ultimate Fighter. Granted, it was a different time. That was the simulation. Okay, yes, I am kind of, you know, you know, my, my argument's a little bit flawed, all right? But anyway, that's the, the annoying of our people on Twitter. Are people, you, dude, just, I know, Twitter wars are the dumbest People only see your last fucking point. In the universe. Yeah, anyway, so... Who do I think should get it? Look, I'd be happy with Misha getting a title shot next, Juliana or Nunez. I think they'd all give Holly Holm a good fight. Um, I, you know what? I, I'm going to be the only guy to say it, but I'd like to see Katzengano get a shot, and I'll tell you why. Because she, made, she came out stupidly. We didn't get to see her fight. She came out and made a stupid mistake. She came out the exact way that she had come out against other girls, so she knew what was going to happen and immediately used it against her and 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 beat her. So we never actually got to see what Katz and Gano could do in the ring if she just opened up smart. Okay, well, they don't it's, find the ring, but sure. In, instead of stupid. <laughs> yes, uh, you're right. Katz and Gano beat Amanda Nunez, uh, and that, but the problem with Kat is inactivity. You know, she fought like once... She hasn't fought. In, she lost like one time in the last three years. The only time she fought was to Ronda, basically. Her last fight, but Nunez was two and a half years ago. I agree. Any of those girls, though, Misha, Pena, Nunez, Zingano, I think give Holly Holm a good fight. Yeah. Um, and people are going to be like, well, fucking, you know, no way, man. See what she did. You guys weren't saying that last fucking week before the Ronda fight. Okay. <laughs> In fact, you were saying fucking Ronda Rousey is going to fucking kill this chick. Why is she going to title shot? This is bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. They say that about everybody that gets a title shot. Who is Nobody the, deserves a title shot. In fact, who is the person saying she's going to give her a hard time? 
uh, me and you, Greg. Yeah. Me, you, and Bubba. Okay, yep. we're the ones who fucking think. All right. So uh, anyway, mostly right. you, mostly me. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Now we are gonna call Rashad Evans right now. Yeah, Sugar Rashad. Sugar Rashad. So great. If you guys didn't listen to the last podcast he was on, you gotta get on. Oh, it got sexy. <laughs> it got real sexy. Hello? Yo, Rashad Evans, what's up? It's me and Greg. You're in the MA Roasted Podcast again. Yeah, baby. How hey, you what's feeling, baby? Hey, hey, hey. What's <laughs> going on over there? Oh, man, we were expecting you to be in studio today. We have a seat for you. I've been telling and, everybody how I took your best shot. And then what happened? <laughs> yeah, you took the best shot. What happened after that? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Everyone everyone knows I'm lying. So, what, so, uh, so Rashad, uh, what happened? How come you couldn't come today? Oh man, you know I had well I had to be across town here to go do this thing for Fox, so I didn't think I had enough time to come back and back and forth with the traffic, you know. So I'm oh, like, gotcha. damn, I got uh, yeah. But I, I want I wanted to come down, man. I was disappointed. I like I like being in the studio. It's not like being in the studio, you know. Oh no, we loved you, man. I'm telling people were telling us that it was the best podcast they've ever heard in the three years I've been doing it. They liked it the best. So uh, yeah, man, you're, uh, you're the man, brother. You're the man. You. And I, and then now you got to go back to Florida with your Cuban chicks. So it's, it's, I was gonna say, you know, he's you know he's knee deep in pussy right now. You yeah, know that. I know he's not at Fox. He's actually he's banging a fox. Exactly. <laughs> he's not a fox. <laughs> oh man, you got that. You know what? You know, my mom just got on the social media lately and she heard the podcast. She's like, Rashad, I don't know what the hell's going on with Rashad. You got to get it together. I'm like, mom, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're like, mom, I'm getting it together every night. That is so funny. <laughs> now, now, after the podcast, there were people asking you questions left and right. Which I, I thought your answers were very interesting on the Periscope. So uh, Phil Davis versus King Mo. You think King Mo's gonna win? Yeah, I gotta go with King Mo, man. I, I just think that um, when it just comes down to it, I, I think that fundamentally speaking, I like I like King Mo what he can bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Mo, Mo has, you know, sometimes Mo can get into boxing too much, but. Uh, you know, I've been seeing that Mo's trying to get back into his wrestling a bit. So I think that I think that's that's one area where you know it breaks down to this: Is Phil going to be able to get him down and hold him down? Most likely not. So when it goes to the striking, I think that Mo has the bigger power, and I think that's where it, it separates. That's why I think Mo gets the win. Have you have you trained with both guys? I haven't trained with both. I uh, you know, of course, I fought Phil, but I've I trained with Mo for for some time now. Now, have you ever trained with two guys? Where you were, you were sure one guy was going to win based on how you train with, and then the other guy won. Ah, uh, yeah, that 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 has happened before. That's happened before. I mean, and that and that's just that's just the way it goes. You know what I'm saying? MMA yeah. math doesn't always make sense. Yeah, it doesn't always make sense. And that's the that's the thing that makes the sport so interesting to like you know bet and gamble on is the fact that you never know who's really going to win. You know what I'm saying? Just because you do the MMA math and it makes sense one way, it doesn't necessarily work out like that. That's surreal. Did you bet on Holly? I did. <laughs> I did bet on Holly. You know, actually, I, I won I won a little bit of money from that. <laughs> now, nah, uh, look at you. I, there you go. That's a man who I believes know, in I, it, man. He believes in his convictions. Yeah, I, I, be, I believe in it. When it came down to it, I mean, I'm like, listen, this chick has been, she's been, sparring and training with us for years. I mean, there's no way that she's going to lose to Ronda. There's no way. And she didn't let me down. <laughs> now, um, a yeah. word is, uh, came out today that Eddie Alvarez left the Black Zillions. Is that true? 
Um, no, he didn't leave the Black Saints. What, what happened with Eddie is that Eddie has uh, been, been spending a lot more time in Philly because his family is out there, and, and he moved out to Florida for a while, but, you know, his wife got, got the kids. You know, they have four kids, so right. with yeah. Eddie always training, she didn't really have anybody to help her out with the kids. So she wanted to go back home to be closer to her family, so that way that they can help her out with the kids. And uh, you know, Eddie had to make the move. You know, he's so. So is there got, so is there any friend. is there any drama with Black Zillions right now? People leaving? Um, no, there's no there's no drama with it. I, I mean, you know, I mean, it, it would seem like that because uh, Vitor left and stuff like that, and, and you know, but I mean, when, when it comes down to it, uh, you know, you know, Vitor had a situation that he had to work out with Glenn, and it, they they didn't end up working it out, and uh, but Eddie, you know, Eddie is something totally different. So and I mean, when it, when you have a team like uh, like we have, it's hard to make all the pieces fit right all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because you're dealing with so many people with different different goals in their life, different things they want to do. So you got to try to find some way to make it happy. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. So who wins, Ben Rothwell or Travis Brown? Would you say Ben Rothwell or Travis Brown? Yeah. Ah oh, man, oh man, this is this is a tough one. But I'm I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Big Ben here. Big Ben has been on a roll, and he's been kind of impressing yeah, me as of late. You know, he's not—he's not the most athletic guy by far, but it, you know, <laughs> his hard work and, and everything is, is starting to uh, starting to come together. And, and, and he can—he can dance a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> and Travis Brown's with Team Edmonds, so I got to go with uh, Big Ben Rothwell because Team Edmonds. I knew you—I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say that, man. All, all Team Edmonds guys gonna be pissed <laughs> off and going against them, but I mean, Travis. I like Travis, man. Travis is a friend of mine too, man. I like him a lot, but uh, I don't know. I just think that maybe, 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 maybe the the whole hangover from his girl losing can can be weighing on you know having to give that that emotional support. You know what I'm saying? You never yeah, know. You got to give her that D. Now, um, as far as <laughs> she's draining that D, she's taking his G. Oh, no. She's taking the L and the D. Yeah. Uh, now, as far as uh, Carlos Condit, <laughs> your former teammate versus Robbie Lawler, how does this fight go down? Oof. Yeah, you know what? I, um, this is this is a, a, a tough fight as well, too. But uh, man, I think that you know Robbie has, you know, I think he left a little piece of himself out, you know, in the last fight. I mean, the fact that I think that you know you, you ever watch a you know, play a video game and then you know a little bit of life has been taken out of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You, you fight for a while. I think a little bit of life of Robbie been taken out after that last fight. I mean, I just I just think that you know that was that was a, a really really tough fight for him. So. Uh, I'm gonna go with Carlos Condit with the. Wow, answer. are you gonna put, are you are you, are you putting money on Condit? I don't know if I put money on it yet, but I'm just going. I'm gonna go with the upset. You know, I nice. think that. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of like the fact that he's kind of coming into his own a little bit more, being a little bit fresher, uh, and just hasn't been taking those shots like Robbie has. He's been in, he's been in a couple back to back to back, like yeah. really you know tough fights, and after a while, that kind of that kind of takes takes a toll on you, especially when you're a fighter like Robbie, who is catching your second win in your career. Yeah. Now, uh, Rumble Bader, you train with, uh, with, yeah. with Rumble. I got, I got, I got to Bader. go with Rumble. I got to go with Rumble all day, all day. I mean, I think, you know, Bader's definitely, uh, gotten a lot better at, you know, as evidence in my fight. But, uh, beyond that, I think that he's starting to, um, you know, put things together and starting to believe in himself a little bit more. And I think that was one thing that Bader had the biggest problem. He never really believed in himself, himself and, you know, when you see him in a fight, you know, he'll be doing good, but then somehow he'll find a way to fuck it all up. And you're like, damn, Beta, you you had him. But now he's starting to work through that and he's starting to, you know, believe in himself. But the problem is now he's going to go against somebody he, he 
he's most likely not going to take down. And uh, the hits like a Mike Tyson, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's going to be something that, that puts Bader back into a shell because if you hit Bader hard enough, he'll go into a shell and he'll be like, oh, I'm not trying to exchange. And uh, I think that, that you know that's where Anthony will shine. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Now, um, finally, Dominic Cruz versus TJ Dillashaw. Yeah, see, now, I, 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 I'm a big fan of TJ Dillashaw. You know what I'm saying? He, he took what he got from uh, DC Dominic Cruz and, and, and kind of made his own little twist to it. But at the end of the day, you still got to understand one thing. It's Dominic Cruz's style. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is his style. So I think when it comes to just overall mastery of it and the concepts that come along with it, I think there's nobody, no, nobody better than DC with the style. So I got to go with Dominic Cruz with it. I think that he has the best, what I call gingerbread man style, meaning you can run, run fast. You can, you can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. <laughs> I think he has the best gingerbread style. <laughs> yeah, but but what about but what about the you, but what about the layoff though? What about the layoff? The layoff, yeah. I mean, you know what? I have never seen anybody bounce back so strong from a layoff like I seen Dominic Cruz the first time, and. That that wasn't by luck. It's just by this kid's pure preparation. He's he's he prepares like no one I ever seen. You know, he's kind of crazy about it. Sometimes I joke with him all the time. Like, Yo, DC, you kind of crazy about the way you go about how you you, you do your whole training thing. But he's very specific, and he's not going to step into the cage unless he's one hundred and ten percent ready. And I think he's going to come in there blazing. Now, um, now there was a very famous story about GSP seeing aliens. Uh, ah. now you were with him, right, when that happened. Yeah. Now, yeah, I was. It was me, Mike Van Arsdale, now, and, uh, and Ali Abdelaziz. Now, uh, what, now what happened? Now, they, I really believe in aliens, and Adam doesn't. No, so. I know. I be, no, I believe there's something out there, okay. but, but what happened? So we're driving on the highway in Albuquerque, and, uh, you know, we notice this, you know, traffic is starting to slow down. And you're like, what the hell's going on? And it's, it just, you know, it just got dark out. And uh, we look over to the left over by the Sandia Mountains, and we see something just hanging in, in like, suspended in midair, but it's bright, bright light. And we're just like, what the hell is it? And it's like, it's a flying object. We can see it's a flying object. We're like, what the hell is it? And as we're, like, slowing down to a halt, like the rest of the traffic is, everyone's just, like, looking out the window, and then out of nowhere, it just disappears like that. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Just, you don't it, think it was a you, you don't think it was a big a fat white chick? <laughs> <laughs> you have to be fast as hell. <laughs> your big old butt butt just glistening in the moonlight. You don't think it was a big fat white chick? If she saw you and ran away, you know? <laughs> she would have run towards him. Yeah, that's what a are you good point. That's about? a good point. A good point. Yeah, that's a trip, man. But no, nah, it, it was it was crazy because you know later on that that uh, that night it was even on the news. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It wasn't it was it was a crazy thing. And then the worst part about it for GSP, he's staying at Greg Jackson's house and Greg Jackson has like one of those sky roofs where you can see out to the ceiling and he's like, My God, my friend, I feel like I'm going to get abducted. My God, I'm so scared. You're a great impression. You're a hell of an entertainer. Now if now if Overeem was there, what would he what would he say about the alien? Well, um, hmm. I think it was uh, 
definitely an unexplained object. Um, I'm not really scared because um, I'm also a room. I have, you know, 42-inch bicep. But, um, <laughs> now, oh, now, Overeem, could you beat up the alien? Well, um, of course I could beat an alien up. I mean, the question is, could I beat Predator up? Um, well, he's kind of a big alien. I probably won't <laughs> And, uh, and Conor McGregor, what would you do against an alien? First thing I would do was I'd whoop him, I'd whoop his ass real nice, and then I'd turn him into a nice alien stew. <laughs> well, okay, then. that's right, and throw in a few potatoes. <laughs> now, 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 one of your one of your proteges, Michael Johnson, is fighting Nate Diaz. I love your How is Michael Johnson looking against Nate Diaz? Uh, you know he's looking good, man. You know Michael. One well, thing about Michael is that. You know, he, he's a, a very, very pissed off 155er. And that's to do because he doesn't feel like he's really getting the fights that he wants. You know what I'm saying? He wants a top, top guy. And he just doesn't feel that, uh, you know, Diaz is with that guy. But he knows that Diaz is tough. But he's like, listen, I, I want to fight the best. You know, I want, I want to get a crack at that belt. And I feel like I'm better than these guys who are, who are you know, ahead of me and, and are getting the chances. And, um you know, he's still pissed off about his last fight, the decision that happened. But, uh, you know, he's like, you know what, I, I, I didn't finish. And that's what happens when you don't finish. You, yep. know, you, you make it so that the judges get a chance. Oh, uh, that was bullshit. bullshit. Like that yeah. But, uh, you know, he, he's focused and ready. But when he's, he's in this cantankerous mood, this is, this, is what I, this is the Michael that I love. I love when he's pissed off because when he goes, he's pissed off, he goes out there and he fights like it. Yeah. I mean, he says he's going to retire Nate Diaz. Do you, do you believe him? I don't know about that. I mean, you know, the BS boys are tough as shit. Oh, shit, man. The boys are tough as shit. But bro. I think They're anger is the right emotion if you're going to fight one of the Diaz brothers because that's how they fight. No, no. Yeah. You, 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 I mean, you got to meet them with the anger. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, you can't be. Now, you told us on the show that you were a football star in high school. I mean, were you? could you have made a college team? Uh, no, I, you know, I could have made like a D3 college team for sure just because, <laughs> I, you know, just just because of great William and Mary. and yeah. uh yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I could uh, I could run the ball, but I didn't have uh, that breakaway speed that I need to have to get me to be like a Division One running back. But I was I was definitely one of you know I was, I was a pretty good uh, pretty good running back and, and pretty good on defense. I like defense better because I get to hit. Yeah. Now you were um, a junior college national champion in wrestling, and then you went to D one. And you were your record was forty eight and thirty four, which is a good record. I mean, a good record, but it's not national champion D one. Now, was was no, the competition was the competition that much harder? Yeah, it was. It was. It was a uh, a lot harder. You know, for me, it was just about uh, finding my consistency. Like I, I was, I was, I was feeling like I never really got into my groove at Division One because I tried to. Uh, wrestling to the way that the coach wanted me to wrestle and I never really found my groove and it wasn't until I started to be like well fuck it I, you know this is my last this is my last match or last few matches anyways I'm going to wrestle the way I wanted to that I actually started wrestling really good yeah you know so right. it, it was just about me learning learning my competitive edge how do I, what, what makes me compete best you know what I'm saying like like typically speaking they want to say okay Rashad go in there and and you know, and shake your ass and do what you do to make you know make people frustrated and win. But that's how I wrestle. That's how I move. I I, I wrestle 
off slavery and moving around and right. you know right, that, right. that was my style but I was doing good like that when I got in college I was so pissed off I was wrestling because I was having so much fun before the season yeah. that I was cutting like 20 pounds I would, the kid would take a shot I would clap at him uh, I would just be a total <laughs> yeah. fucking dick I, I would like I, I would I would go for a shot like I would basically not put like almost slap the guy in the face and not go for a shot yeah. just to be a fucking dick the guy the guy looked at the ref like what the fuck is this kid doing like is this not allowed but i i understand though a lot of times you need that that funk you know to get to, to, yeah, to do the, that but the funk works man it, you yeah. know it, it works a lot and, and it's because, a mental game you know we get so used to just wrestling in form and fashion or doing something in form and fashion when somebody does it outside of the norm it kind of makes you like almost step back and be like wait you're not allowed to do this but really they can you know yeah no i know ex- i know exactly what you're saying and there's certain guys had it bubba had it in college yeah uh bubba jenkins yeah. you know there's certain guys but there are certain coaches that's why kale kicked him off the team he's like fuck this cocky kid you know and then he, then he goes to asu and yeah. pins david taylor who didn't have it i mean right. david taylor was an amazing wrestler i'm not gonna say nothing wrong with david taylor he's a beast <laughs> you don't want to but, but no no he's that good of a wrestler yeah. but they, i know what rushad is saying where certain guys it's a very formulated way of uniform guys and there are certain guys that need that extra pizzazz you know and uh yeah man. you know sugar if you ever wanted to shake that ass again there's some bars in west hollywood <laughs> make some real bank yeah, brother exactly. now, i developed that style of, of always moving around and and kind of kind of having a funk because you know i used to get bullied growing up i used to get bullied all the time growing up and yeah. uh i couldn't really whoop their ass but what i could do is run away and then, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and do my little posture, posture and posting, you know what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, to, yeah. To, to kind of keep them off me. Yeah. So that's how I kind of started, you know, to, to kind of get it, to start doing it like that. You know, uh, there's this one guy in particular, he was um, he was my, uh, my best friend's uncle, and they lived together. They lived in the same room, and his name <laughs> was Uncle Billy. Now, Uncle Billy was about, he was about eight years older than us. Yeah. So he was already like 16, 17, and we're like, you know, we're just like 10, 11 years old. And um, Uncle Billy would, uh, he would beat the shit out of us every single day at the school. Matter of <laughs> oh fact, God. we got caught <laughs> every single day without a fail. Like, uh, like we'll, go, we'll go see my boy, and um, we'll go to his house, and we'll be in his room, and they shared a room. And then he was just like those 1980s brothers. You know, you know how <laughs> yeah. like the brothers yeah. in the 1980s were like the big fucking dicks? They yeah. The jocks? The karate yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He's the, like The karate kid. Like, hey, yeah, the Cobra guy. Yeah. Hey, what are you guys doing in my room? Huh? What are you doing in my room, huh? What are you doing? <laughs> well, guess what? Guess what? It's 4 o'clock. You know what it is? 4 o'clock? No, what does it mean? It means after school beating. Oh, oh. He had to get an after school beating. So he would, so he would like literally here tie us up, <laughs> whatever he can find. Is that even legal? And he would really beat the shit out of us. Uh, he would beat us up like thirty minutes. Man. Uh, he would kill us. He'd be destroying us. But it was a consistent, it was a consistent thing. Like every single time I went over there, I'm like, man, I don't want to go to this house. I think I'd, yeah, I'd find Uncle new friends. Billy, Uncle Billy, yeah, Uncle Billy is gonna be over there, and when he sees us, he's gonna make us do something <laughs> we don't want to do. Like, like we used to play beating gun wars and shit, and. uh Beat it on wars, you're only allowed to have like one. You played this game before too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one pump and a gun, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed Uncle to be Billy one pump. Like, There's always one dick that goes three pumps. That was Uncle Billy. That was yeah. Uncle Billy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what happened? Did you ever you. Did you ever get revenge on Uncle Billy? Oh, yeah. I got I got revenge on him. Yeah, I, I got him. I got him good one time. Oh, so. that sounds good. 
this is this is after I started wrestling and and I'm all, and and this after Uncle Billy like already graduated from high school and I'm like 16 years old and uh, he has a party at his house. And Uncle Billy used to have the craziest parties at his house. He was like popular like that, but he was a dick. And uh, he was like, "Hey, this is my little nephew. This is my little nephew. I'm a little nephew." Now he's a white guy and he always take pride in the fact that like. I was like his nephew and I was black. Yeah, he's black. Yeah. Oh, God. So they can see he's yeah, they can see he's black. So it kind of made him look like he was, you know, like not not as big as dick as he really was. Oh. So, <laughs> so he like so he's like, yeah, he's my nephew. So um he's like slapping me and shit like he always would do and like, come on, come on, let's wrestle, let's wrestle. I'm like, no, I don't want to wrestle. And then he's like, here's some gloves, and he gave him some boxing gloves and like you better put these gloves on. I'm going to beat your ass for real without the gloves. Do you want that? And I'm like, oh, man. So I'm like, really? I said, yeah, put them on. So I put the gloves on. And I'm really not trying to box this dude. But before you know it, he clobbers me in the head with a big shot. Uh. So I'm like, okay, cool. Now, at this point, I've already, like, I've, I've taken a little bit of karate. And I was really good at wrestling at the time. So And I had tons of street fights. So I was like, I was pretty good at, at, with my hands. Yeah, you are ready for so this. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. Yeah, I was ready. I caught Uncle Billy with the cleanest one-two, sat his ass down in front of all his friends. And then the worst part about it was he tried to get up, like, right after I stunned him. And it was worse than – it was like – remember when Mike Tyson knocked out Trevor Burbank? Yeah, like three times. When, when he, like, yeah, when he tried to get up and then he kept falling down. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Uncle Billy was. Nice. <laughs> like, Fuck yeah. Wow! Then he got it. He's like, you know what? I I I did it to myself. I did it to myself. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't do it to me. I did it to myself. I did yeah, it to right. myself. Meanwhile, wow. Be- meanwhile, Bellator just signed Uncle Billy to a three fight contract. <laughs> <laughs> when I see Uncle Billy nowadays, when I see him nowadays, I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm like, Yo, what's up, Uncle Billy? And I, and I grab him. And I try to play rough with him. He's like, say, hey, hey, come on, come on, come on. You wouldn't even be in the UFC if it wasn't for me. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, right. Man. We gotta get oh. we gotta get Uncle Billy on the podcast. No shit, that yeah, is we, classic. We get us yeah, Uncle. We we're gonna do a here. press conference at you and Uncle Billy on the I next. On the, on you the next. Be in the UFC without me. We're gonna get Uncle Billy on the podcast. Oh Absolutely, Uncle, Uncle Billy. Billy. I'm telling you, Uncle Billy was a he. He was the the essence of what a bully. Like he was the biggest bully ever. Should be Uncle yeah, Bully. Should be yeah. Oh, what a dick. Huh? That's so great though that you got your shots on. Good him, for that you. That had to feel so good. Yeah, but yeah, I had, I had a kid take my other older brother take my shirt and said I I couldn't get it back unless I went eight rounds with him in boxing. <laughs> I, I went I got my shirt uh, back, but I just yeah. got the shit beaten out of me. Uh, now your hey. kick your kick against Sean Salmon Sean Salmon one of the greatest kicks I've ever seen. His head his hands are low. You just, you knocked him straight out. He, he ended up losing 10 fights in a row after that. Uh, were you planning on, on throwing that kick? Um, I, I threw it a couple times in, in training, and this is the crazy thing that uh, Mike Winklejohn, Holly Holmes coach, yeah. Yeah. this is what he would tell, this is what he told me. He, he was so, um, like, he, he was like, you can prophesy so much of like what was going to knock somebody out all the time. It, it was crazy for Chuck Liddell fight, and he did it for this fight. He was like, listen, Throw this right kick, and you're, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna catch him with it. And I'm like, dude, there's no way I'm knocking him out with the kick. I'm a wrestler. I like my feet to stay on the ground. I don't like to throw kicks because I like to just be able to wrestle, you know. And that was my whole mindset then. But he made me throw that kick seventy five times after practice, just throwing it, throwing wow. it, throwing a high kick, throwing a high kick. So when I got into the fight, I lost the first round because all I could see was that kick. No matter what he did, all I could see was just that kick, and I seen the opportunity, 
And uh, after I lost that first round, I'm going to that second round, and I'm pissed off because I'm embarrassed. You know, I got I go to the corner, and I have Dana White looking at me like, dude, what are you doing? You know, we got a new show launching, and I'm like, shit, I got to hurry up. And it was just an, it was just an embarrassing thing for me. So uh, that second round, I came out, and I caught him with that, that head kick. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe the coach, <laughs> Mike Winkeljohn, even seen that even happen. Yeah. About Mike Winkeljohn's the man. Now, when you fought a little nog in Brazil, it was a rough fight for you. Uh, afterwards, did you bang any Brazilians? <laughs> and were you sure that they were with? Oh, was Vegas it? Ba- oh, was there. it in Brazil? It, it, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Have you ever fought in Brazil? <laughs> no, I never fought in Brazil. But oh. I've, been, I've been in Brazil before. Oh, nice. Now, now, when you were the champ, right? <laughs> now, now you were married when you were the champ. Uh, was it hard? Yeah. I, I know there must have been tons of pussy. Your ex-wife is very pretty, very cute girl. I, I could see what the attraction. And yeah, it definitely. She's a, she's a beautiful woman. She's beautiful. Definitely, you guys definitely have like a my wife and kids thing with Damon Wayans and oh, you being. You. Uh, <laughs> but was it hard fending off all those chicks? No, nah, it was. You know, um, the craziest thing was one time uh, I was in the club and the girl was like, "She's like, is your wife here?" And I was like, "No." And she's like. I want to suck your dick right now. And I'm just like, oh. Right? <laughs> I look around like, like, I look around like I'm on cheaters or something. Like, what? Is this, is this real? Is this real? And, 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 like, part of me was, like, about to say, yeah, just on the pure, just like, just on the pure, like, I've never done anything like this before. Yeah. But then I, I kept thinking, like, man, this shit's not... Like, I'm going to get caught up in this shit. It's going to be so bad. Like, it's just going to be... I just kind of, like, started to get scared. And I was like, nah. Was it Angela Magana? (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't. It wasn't Magana? Okay. Well, I mean, so, I mean, so what did you say? You said, no, I'm married? Yeah, well, she knew I was married. She She knew I was married. Yeah, she said, what did you say? I mean, what do you say that? No, thank you? I mean, I mean, what is? Nah, I was just like, nah, I just like laughed it off. I was like, nah, I just kind of went and sat down and thought about like, like, wow, thinking about my decision, like, did I make the best choice? And I'm like, yeah, I definitely made. The you right were like, choice. no, oh, you made the best choice. You were like, no, and then you banged her. You're like, fuck it, fuck it, my dick sucked. I want to go right to the banging. <laughs> no, once it, once he got a divorce, he was like, I gotta find that bitch. Where is she? Yeah, where the hell? He, he went right back to that club. <laughs> He's been there every night oh, for a month man. waiting for her to show back out. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> putting her down. That's funny. Nice. Nah, That's man. the one nah, thing, man. When you I, break I, I up with a girl, you think about all that pussy you turned down. And it's every chick you've ever come yeah. in contact with. Yeah. Uh, even if they didn't yeah. want to fuck you. It's like Siri. Yeah. And like, it's, just, it's just chicks, random chicks. Well, listen, Rashad, it was man. an honor to have you back on the show. Dude. You're the best, man. You are the best. When you're in town oh, again, no please Thank come you. back in studio. Honestly, people are saying it was the best podcast we've ever had. And I... Uh, thank you for doing the overeem. That's my hey, favorite. Yeah. So great. Thanks, man. Uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'll definitely come back next time on the town. All right. Peace. Take care, Rashad. All right, man. All right, bye. All right. That was Rashad Evans. Uh, what a great, great, great dude. That interview was brought to you by D Cipher, D I hyphen Cipher, the lifestyle firm. It's a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full potential through personal coaching. Listen, people, fighters. When I said everybody needs a personal coach, I meant everybody. If you want to reach your full potential inside and outside the octagon, call Decipher today. People, Decipher is bringing true, affordable personal coaching to everybody. Call them at 1-888-731-2622. Also, tip a fighter. Fighters are underpaid. We got to get these people more money, okay? 
Go to tipafighter.com at tipafighter. If you're a fighter, you should be with tipafighter, okay? Free money. Throwing your way, okay? Whether you're in the RFA, whether you're in the uh, Ring of Combat, whether you're in Invicta, whether you're in Bama, whether you're in the UFC, whether you're in Bellator like Bubba Jenkins, World Series of Fighting, no reason you should not be getting free money. Also, American Icon Autographs, the best signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, everything else in between. Check them out, AIASE.com today. Thank you, Sean. Hello. Hello, Jack May. Yes, sir. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me and the Greg Wilson. Hey, hey. Uh, we're talking about your upcoming fight, a Titan FC 36 on December 18th. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. I was watching some of your fights last night. You are a big guy, man. You're six foot eight. How Ooh. much? How much do you weigh? Right now, I'm about two sixty five. Two sixty five. Yeah, you're I'll be down about two two fifty five for this fight. You're a big dude, man. Holy shit, you're right. a big dude. And uh, you train over at CSW with our, our co-host Marina Shafir. Yes, I do. It's uh, you, Marina, Eric. It's uh, Josh Barnett's uh, gym. Great gym. Yep. Uh, I, I love that gym. Do you do you spar with Josh Barnett a lot? On a regular basis. Wow, that's 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 a good sparring partner right there. Yes, it is. From day from day one, that was my uh, sparring partner, man. Now, I was looking at some of your stuff. So, you know, you, you were 7-0 going to the UFC. You lost two fights right. in the UFC. Your first fight against the Black Beast, you were winning. You had him in full mount. Uh, yeah. That dude is just, he's called the Black Beast for a, a reason, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he was able to get out. Right. But you had him, though. I mean, do you look back and you're like, ah, shit, I, I, I had that fight? Yeah, no, I look back and I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, you know, what, 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 what went wrong? So, you know, I, uh, he got the takedown, but then I got the, I got the, uh, reversal and I actually, you know, I reversed him and I got up and then, uh, took his back and then, uh, the trip from behind right in the mount. And then, um, got some bad advice from my corner. Oh. told me to go, to go high yeah. on the mount. And when I went high on the mount, obviously, uh, you know, I'm not as heavy as I am when I'm sprawled out with my dick on the mat and uh raining down punches <laughs> and uh it was easy for him to buck me off and uh went downhill from there man you know yeah i mean i was like oh man because I, I watched that fight because i because i looked at your record and i go okay he's 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 got two first he got he lost two first round knockouts in the ufc but it's kind of mis- misleading though because the first fight you were you you almost you almost had one um, yeah, first, I mean, first round I was winning and then I, you know, like I said, I tore my meniscus, uh, my knee, I went for a takedown right at the very end and something just popped and, uh, sucks. my mind told my body to do something, but my body just didn't react. And um, what no excuses there, but, but then with Sean Jordan, I took Sean Jordan, a, a veteran of the sport, tough fucking guy to the third round. Right. Right. I finished him in the second, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you're right there, man. You're right there. It is what it, it is what it is, man. It was a learning experience, so that's yeah. what I take from it and and uh, just get better from it. Now, you're a tough dude. I watched your K-1 fight. Now, yeah. <laughs> had you ever fought K-1 before or fought kickboxing never, before? Never had done any kickboxing. Never, you know, I was a, <laughs> a huge fan of K-1, yeah. like growing up, you know what I mean? Used but, to watch Ernesto Hoost and all those guys, you know what I mean? Just I used to watch it. I used to love it, and I was... Three and oh, maybe I think I was a uh, I just had turned pro. I was maybe a pro for maybe a year, 
and I got a call from K1 to be in this uh, US Heavyweight Grand Prix. And I basically was sitting there like in shock. I was like, holy shit. You know, like you guys are calling. Yeah, no, and then you and then you fight this guy, Gerald Miller, who uh who who I didn't I didn't know who he was, and I looked up him. He's some kind of a world champion, right? This guy? Yeah, this he's like, you know, he went he went all the way to what the semis against Krokop in the Grand Prix. Yeah. And uh controversy of beating Krokop and then uh he's a he's a boxing uh heavyweight. He's like Sixteen an hour or something. Yeah, so you fight this guy there. in your third fight ever. This is the guy you go up against. Uh, <laughs> and I, was, and I wasn't doing bad. Now. No, you were doing great till you got caught with an uppercut. That I was like, right. holy shit! Uh, like yeah. I fell down watching it. Um, <laughs> right, and right. Then, After that uppercut, to be honest with you, I don't remember shit until I got into the back of the dressing room and kind wow. of snapped out of it and realized where the fuck I was. But you got back up. You got back up. I try, yeah. You know what? There's no quitting me, man. There's one thing. No, I, I get it. And so. then, uh, and you're also, you uh, you went to four colleges on a full basketball scholarship? I sure did. Full ride, man. I just was one of those dudes that always found a way to get in some trouble. And But luckily, you know, God's gift and my athletic talent kept me going. Now, so. which 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 colleges did you go to? So I went to Duquesne University in the Atlantic 10, Pittsburgh, yep. Pennsylvania. Yep. And then I went to... Uh, College of Southern Idaho, which was considered the number one junior college in the country. I went up to the Big West and uh, University of Idaho. Um, got in a fight up there with the assistant coach. Um, yeah, actually right. threw a punch and then um, Did you knock him got, out? Uh, got kicked out. <laughs> got kicked out and uh, went to North Dakota State University, B2. Now, were you good enough to go pro? You know what? I did play overseas. And then uh, where I played in a bunch, bunch of the – I played in Greece. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, I played, uh, I did a bunch of the summer league, the NBA summer leagues and stuff like that. I just kind of fell out of love with it. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a job instead of just always right. having fun. You know, now, how much, it. how much, how much grease pussy did you get playing overseas over there? I used to just murder it. <laughs> Wait, you, you, you were just murdering Greek chicks? Uh. Just murdering them, bro. Now, now with the Greek girls, were there a lot of hairy butt cracks? Because they're you hair- know what? I never, I never indulged in any of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you so. mean you were? You said you were murdering it. Like you were? I mean, two girls at once. I mean, was it just Greek chicks everywhere? Oh, Jesus, you know what? I got a wife now, man. I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> oh, shit. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but tell us, just tell us. Just tell us. She's not listening. Uh, don't you worry. know what, man? It was, uh, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. Uh, college. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. just taking down broads, and Crow was taking down broads. <laughs> every, I mean, before I before I met my wife, it was just, you know, it was a rampage, man. Now, here's so. the thing. You're a big guy, and little girls, yeah. like real little girls, always love the really big guy. They do, for some reason, right? Right? Yeah. And so, was it, did you go through a ton of those, or did you like bigger girls? Oh. No, no, no. I was never one of those those uh, heavy hitters, you know what I mean? I was, I was the... I'm cool with the little chick. Now, so your name is Jack May. Now, is it fair to say Jack May have herpes? Is that a good way? <laughs> <laughs> Jack May has never had an STD. Oh, Jack. Jack. All right. Okay. okay. Got you. All right. Now, we're going to call your opponent right now, uh, who's seven uh, and one, seven first round knockouts from Mississippi. What do you know about this guy, Chase Sherman? Uh, uh, he's got a big fucking mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> why? Now, why do you say that? I've heard a couple of his interviews and uh, just a lack of respect and uh, 
uh, just the things that he say just kind of, you know, get under my skin a little bit and, oh, you know, they, they fuel my fire to train harder. And But like, but like, what um, are some of the things he said? You know, he's, he talks about me being in K1 and glory kickboxing in the UFC and, you know, he, he, there's, he, there's a lack of credibility there from him. You know what I mean? Like it's, like I haven't accomplished anything in my life, you know, and, and none of those were fucking given to me. You know, I earned all yeah. of those, so. Uh, Jack May beats a mess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward T- to this fight, tiny man. Little, tiny little girl ass. I, yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, Chase Sherman, he's 7-1. He's got seven first-round knockouts. However, the quality of op- his opposition have not you're, – you're definitely a huge step up in competition. Yeah. Uh, you look at his no, opponents. I, I, I mean – I agree with you. I agree with you 100% on that. Yeah. I've made it clear that, you know um, – that it's not, he's not, that it's, it's a big step up, so. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's running all that attitude. Possibly. I hope well, he he's going to find out, ain't he? I hope Hobie picks up the phone. Hello. Hey, Chase Sherman. Hey, what's going on? What's up? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. That's me. Uh, we have the <laughs> Greg Wilson, as well as your hey. future opponent, Jack May, is on the phone. How are you, Chase? I'm doing good, man. Are you in Mississippi right you? now? No, I'm not. I'm actually in California. Oh, uh, where's your tra- where's your training camp? I'm gonna be down in San Diego at Alliance for the next couple of weeks. Oh, nice, nice. Got some got some great guys over there. Do they have big guys enough? They have enough big guys for you over there? Uh, I haven't. I just actually got in yesterday, so I haven't been down there yet. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Now you're seven. Now you're seven and one. You got seven first round knockouts, uh, but the guy you're fighting right now, Jack May, he's 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 been in, he's been to the the, the uh, big show. He's seven and two, but he's fought in the UFC. He's fought some 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 good guys. Are you worried at all? This is too big of a step up. Uh man, eventually you got to step up at, at some point. So uh, I guess I guess we'll see. You know, you can't just keep fighting cupcakes your whole life. So this is just an opportunity I've been waiting for. Now, why do you think you're going to beat Jack May? Why do I think I'm going to beat him? Yeah. Man, it's just, I mean, I just think that it's going to come down to just a grid. I mean, I think I'm just going to grind it out and just pull out the win. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fortune teller. You know what I'm saying? No, I know, but like, I what, believe but, in myself. I, I, I believe in my abilities. You know, I believe I know what I can do as a fighter. Now, uh, what, what's some of, I mean, are you, uh, Primarily a wrestler, primarily a, a striker. What's some of your background in fighting? Um, to be honest with you, I'm not a. I don't have really a background. I'm primarily a striker. Yeah, I guess you'd say that. But I just kind of pride myself on being an athlete. You know, right? Being able to do whatever, uh, whatever I need to be able to do. So where do you um, think you're best? MMA, MMA really isn't. You know, a couple years ago you. You see these guys, oh, it's a striker versus a wrestler, this and that. Well, now the sport's kind of evolved to where everybody's pretty much well-rounded, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it's, it's turning into a sport where it's just it's, it's, the athletes are, are the ones that's dominating the sport, the ones that can pretty much do it all. You know? now, 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 Jack had said that you were running your mouth uh, and you were saying you were being disrespectful towards him. Uh, what were some of the things that, that uh, uh, Jack, that you were upset that Chase had said? Jack? Chase? I'm here. Chase is here. Did we did we lose Jack? 
All right. Yo, guys. Yes. Hey, we got disconnected. Okay. Uh, no, no worries. I don't know what happened. Uh, what happened was Chase, Chase said you're a huge pussy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said you were... He said he's going to he said he's going to fuck you up and he's going to knock you out within 30 seconds. Yeah, he's going to uh, he's going to do you like his favorite style of yogurt. Yeah, Greek. Yeah, Greek. He said he said all that Greek tail you got is going to mean nothing to the the beating that he's going to give you. Uh, how how would you like to respond? I love it, you guys. I love it. How come I've never fucking hung out with you guys or done interviews before? I know we should do it, right? There's more coming. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. So so Chase hey, so Chase, why do you, why do you think you're going to beat Jack May? Oh well, he said like I just like I said before, I just believe in my abilities. You know, as a fighter, I, I believe in what I can do. Um, I mean, like I said, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and pick him apart as a fighter. I, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a good fighter, obviously. So it's going to be a hell of a fight. But I mean, obviously, I believe I'm going to win, or I wouldn't even accept the damn fight. Now you're going to win. How, how are you going to win this fight? I mean, I don't know, man. I, I mean, like I said, I, I'm going in there ready to, to fight three rounds if it has to go three rounds, you know? I know, uh, you know. This is some serious yeah, trash talking right now. He's ready for three rounds, too, but I'm sure he's going to be looking for the finish just like I'll be looking for the finish, though. So. Jack, are you going to take know? this shit, dude? I mean, are you just going to sit here and have this guy listen, fucking say this about you? Listen, I'm not going to fucking feed, in, feed into the bullshit. I'm going to go there. And I'm going to fight. And you hear that, Chase? He said he's going to fight. This is fucking bullshit. Damn. Did you hear that? He said he's going to... You're going to sit here and take this shit from this guy? This guy from Chino Hills? You grew up in Mississippi. Mississippi. That's, right. that's where they... That's where they are you going to throw skull in his eyes? What are you going to do? Okay, come on, people. Build this fucking fight. Why should I watch this fight? Come on. Jack, let's hear Okay, so Jack, you're going to knock out Chase, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna knock out Chase. Oh, oh there there it is. Chase, you're gonna take that? Chase, did you hear that? He says he's gonna uh, knock you out. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know about all that. Is Conor McGregor? Uh, we have, by the way, we have Conor McGregor here. I've never heard two larger pussies in my entire life. Both you need to grow at least one ball before you step into the ring. I swear, 260 pounds of pussy. Wow. That's what I see. Are you guys going to hear that? Conor McGregor's talking shit. Conor, do you think you can beat these guys? Without question. At the same time, with one arm tied to my leg. Wow. Jack, you going to take oh, that? Oh, man. <laughs> hmm. All right. So, uh, so, Jack, what's the game plan? What's your favorite move? Hello? Is anybody still here? Chase, you still here? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm here, man. Uh, Jack, you still here? Uh, yeah, I think oh, he got, he, I think I he got he scared driving? of Conor McGregor. I think so. Ah, fuck. Damn. I think Jack's favorite move is the electric slide. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chase, you grew up in Mississippi? Yeah, man, yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah. Can you drink a whole pony keg on your own? <laughs> no? Chase? Fuck, then we lost both of them? This has been the greatest uh, press conference <laughs> in the history of MMA Roasted. We, we really accomplished our goals today. God damn it. God damn it. This is ridiculous. 
All right, who's this? Is this Jack? Guys, Ma- I don't know what's going on with your fucking phone. This is this is this is tape, man. I don't know what the deal is going on with y'all's. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, don't, it's not, I don't know, I man. I love that their biggest beef is with our technology. Yeah, seriously, they want to fight us. This yeah. press conference has been a huge fucking failure. We were hoping you guys would talk shit, but you guys are great. Now, don't uh, listen, Adam. You guys are great. Oh, you guys. Man, see, I, I'm not. A, I'm not really a shit talker, you know. Oh damn! All right. Well, ch- now are there any? Now Chase are you is from Mississippi? He's barely a talker. He's a good-looking dude, Chase. Now, do, do you, you get a lot of tail in Mississippi or what? <laughs> oh, man. No, you know, I got a, I got a girl, so oh. you know how it is. How, how long have you had this girl for? Oh, over a year and a half. Oh, nice. Now, how important is it for you to win this Titan FC championship? Oh, man, this is the biggest fight of my, my, my career, obviously. Um, Everything comes is coming down to this fight, you know what I mean? It's just like you said, it's a, it's a step up. So it's either time to put up or shut up. Now, are you nervous though? Because I looked at your combined the, your opponents, right? You you have seven first round knockouts, which is what you're doing. You're doing your job, but your opponents have a combined yeah. thirteen and forty six record, uh, which is which is oh, yeah. which is not that great. Um, they're, now they're, they're, they're brave souls. Boy, they really must. Be. Now you've knocked him out in the first round, which is exactly what you should be doing. Uh, the only time that you lost was that one guy threw a spinning back fist, which was pretty damn awesome uh, on his part. But I, but you know what? That would have you. You were winning that fight before that happened. You saw that shit. That was was that not the earliest stoppage you've ever seen in your life. That was bullshit. It was a very early stoppage, but it was a nice spinning back fist. I got it. I did not see it that coming, nice. and neither did you, obviously. But but I but <laughs> no. you know. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what, man? In my opponent's defense, man, like you said, we come from Mississippi, so the fucking uh, boxing commission down there doesn't record everybody's fights. Before I got all this stuff settled. Uh, before this fight, they had me on like Fair Dog and MMA.com and all that stuff at like uh, three and one or some shit like that. All my Mississippi fights, none of them were even put in the system. Now your fight against so Jason Ostrovsky, right? Was was that a pro fight or or amateur fight? That was an amateur fight. That was my uh, that was my second or third amateur fight. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's I got to. He's eleven and zero. I was three and zero. Yeah. That was a good that was fight. That, that that kid had a fucking chin on him. Holy shit! You hit that guy like. Yeah, I mean, he did. And then fucking Herb Dean didn't stop the damn fight in the second round. He was about to stop it, and then uh, you know the bell rang. And that was a good whatever. fight. I I I, 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 I enjoyed watching your fights. Now now, now Jack, you you're, you're a very interesting guy because your first two amateur fights you lost in the first round. You were zero and two, and then you go pro and you win seven fights in a row, and then make it to the UFC. Which is pretty remarkable because most guys that get knocked out or stop the first two amateur fights would go, maybe this is not for me. You're like, you're like fuck it. I'm, I'm now, going pro. I'm a, I'm a professional. My first amateur fight was two months into training. Okay. So I, really didn't know what the fuck, I really didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Uh, my second amateur show, I went to... I went to Vegas, and actually I won that fight. A head kick knockout. Uh, reconstructed the guy's face. Actually sent him Ooh. into retirement. Nice. And then there's a loss that's on my record, but it was actually just a eight-man tournament, three fights in one night that I competed in. Okay. And I lost in the, I lost in the semi 
Oh, uh, okay. Night, but it wasn't I, actually because I was I was looking at your record. I'm like, man, this guy gives a lot of hope to people who are 0 2 <laughs> because you won your next seven fights. Uh, I mean, yeah. it was a badass thing, and then you make it to the UFC. I still think that you're going to eventually be back in the UFC. I think you're too good. I think they just threw you to the wolves. And that first fight, I think, was unlucky. Yeah. You fought some guy that had superhuman strength that was able to, like, pick you up off mount. I'd never even seen that move right. before. And then, you know, Sean Jordan's right. another freak. Uh, but Chase Sherman, man, you, you know, you got great leg kicks. Jesus, you got, I mean, a couple of your fights, you just kicked the guy in the leg, and the guy was like, I'm out of here. Uh, the, you guys both have really good knockout power. I'm predicting this fight's not going to go the the, the, uh, the uh, distance. By the way, there's a thing called tip a fighter. By the way, where the the crowd can tip you guys for your fights. Bubba Jenkins is in charge. You guys should both be with tip a fighter because I have a feeling the fans would love to throw you guys some money. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm on the arenas that have done that already. Oh, cool, 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 cool. That's cool. great. Good, good for you guys. Now you guys are fighting uh, December 18th on Titan FC, which will be available on Fight Pass, four o'clock. Uh, no, actually, it's like a seven o'clock. Uh, I can't wait for this fight, you guys. Honestly, I've never seen such tension before. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's almost like you guys are. You, this is really. These, these are the guys that you, I'm like scared of. You know they, what the thing is? They're big guys, but they're not dumb guys. Yeah. You know, they don't want to give the other guy any more motivation than he already has. And they're also. So guys to get with that. They're also guys that, you know, like when you see a huge guy that knows he could fuck you up and steal your girl? Yeah. These are the guys. Y'all uh, mind if we dance with y'all dates? <laughs> yeah, these are the guys. Yeah, yeah. So listen, good luck, both you guys. Uh, uh, Jack, you know, you're you're in L.A., man. We'd love to have you come in uh, studio sometime and sit in with us for a podcast. It'd be yeah, great I to have you. To, I would love to do it too, guys, man. Uh, thank you. And Chase, for nice sure. talking to you, man. Good luck with everything. Oh, oh, by the way, where can people find you guys? Go ahead, Chase. Oh, uh, uh, man, I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, Twitter at um, T. Sherman uh, at Titan uh, on Twitter. And then um, I'm also on Instagram at uh, Vanilla Gorilla. So. Nice. The I vanilla Gorilla. And, and, and nice. Vanilla. <laughs> I think I banged the Vanilla Gorilla before. Now, uh, and, <laughs> and, 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 We've all been there, man. We've all been there. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Jack May, where can people find you? Yeah, on Instagram, you can find me at the Outlaw Jack May. On uh, Twitter, you can find me at Jack May MMA under, Jack May underscore MMA. And then Facebook is just Jack May. Nothing special, guys. All right, nice. thanks, guys. Take care. We can also find you guys not right. talking shit. Yeah, All right, exactly. so uh, I'll, it, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Way to hype it up. <laughs> All right, that was that was the Titan FC press conference. <laughs> what, what do you think about that? You know what? I mean, you know, they're big guys. They're not big talkers. <laughs> you you know, and yeah, which is common with big guys. Mm -hmm. You know, because they don't have to talk. So you know, it's like hot girls. Same thing. It's yeah. like, you know, they don't have to talk, so they never get very good at it. I know. Brian Brian Levick, who's a great guy, who's, who's he's the one setting all these up, uh, he's like, dude, I got you the heavyweights. But uh, Yeah, I'm you like, know what? Great. Maybe you want to get some guys some more animosity. But you know what? I think it's funny either way. It's funny when they don't talk shit sometimes. Because yeah. it's like, it's, it's us My talking My favorite shit. part was when the calls would drop. That was <laughs> definitely the best part of those things. Hello? Are you still there? Hello? It was like an, it was like an old Verizon commercial. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I'll tell you though, man. Uh, Jack May, you know he's been there before. He's been to the big show, 
But that could work against you. The yeah. other kid might be hungrier. Right. Uh, because he hasn't been there. And Jack May may be overlooking this kid. He doesn't, doesn't sound like it, but it's going to be a good fight. I'm interested to see. I, I don't think this fight's going to distance. Um, I, don't think so. I mean, it seems like they're both heavy hitters. I mean, the one kid, the new kid. Uh, Chase it, Sherman. It, yeah, the one, it, it sounds like, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't bet any money on that kid. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. It's like, what's your strategy? Uh, I don't know. Just fight. And uh, I count on my athleticism. It's like, sounds like you're counting on getting knocked the fuck out. That's what it sounds like. You got no strategy. You have no emphasis, no skills. Like, everyone has a skills emphasis. You know? He has no skills emphasis. Nothing that he says is, you know what I mean? I'm going to move around. And, uh, you know, I'm going to swat at him. And, and uh, it's like, oh my God. You sound like Kimbo Slice in his viral video days. He was undefeated back, yeah. well, except for that one guy where he lost to the cop. But it's just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. But it just, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, this kid's going to get murdered. I, you know what? You may be, but. Uh, but win heavyweight you know you got a puncher's you chance you always got that puncher's chance yeah cause they got such strength in heavyweight that's funny though you know Jesus Christ that was funny but but it, it, to me I put all my money on Jack May <laughs> Jack May I put all my money on the guy who actually knows how to fight the other guy knows how to fight too he's gonna listen to this by the way and if I were you I, I would stay out of Mississippi uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. or he or, or he could prove us wrong yeah. uh, you know what I, I don't know no, I don't he know. sounds like a great guy I, no, I, I, I watched that one fight that I saw him lose was an amateur fight vanilla girl. Uh, he did get caught by a spinning back fist but it was one of those things where he was winning the fight. He's yeah. he's virtually been winning every round of every fight he's no, fought so far. No, and he so may far. just be a highly but athletic guy, especially the thing is, the like, size. And do you fault a guy for having limited opposition, or is that just good management? Look, you want to build a guy up, get him paid, they you throw right. him in with fucking cans, or not, you know, guys who are uh, 0-1, 0-2. I mean, one guy he fought literally had a record of 4-20. and um, <laughs> So his record was smoking weed. <laughs> No, that, I hope not, his name was Smoke and No, Joe. I'm looking at his last fight. His last two opponents had a combined 0 and 3 record. Then he fought a guy before that 4 and 8, before that 4 and 20, before that 4 and 12, before that 1 and 2, before that 0 and 1. So, you know, he has been in there with limited opposition. But it's also what's been available to him. But too. he has seven I mean, first round knock. The one guy who was 6 and 1 beat him with the spinning back fist. He was winning that fight. Yeah. However, however, he's been knocking him out in the first round. That, so that's, he's got power. But clearly, you know, if you don't knock, he doesn't knock you out in the first round, you, you're probably going to be. We him. don't know. We don't know because we haven't seen him with the game. We've only seen him once step up. He lost that fight, but it was a spinning back fist from, from out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see this fight. Uh, whereas the other guy has fought better guys, but every time he stepped up to the big show, he's lost. He's also a fucking insane. Take a K1 fight against this like great K1 fighter. I've never been in the K1 <laughs> ever. <laughs> like that reminded me of Don Fry when he came on here, who actually went to, did a K one fight without ever throwing a kick before. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, you know, I, I made some mistakes in hindsight." Um, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Don Fry was a hilarious interview. We got to get him in here yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, also, okay, so we got some fights coming up this week. Obviously, we have uh, Bubba Jenkins is fighting on Bellator. Um, uh, he's fighting. Also, Melvin Manhoof is fighting. Who uh, I don't know if you know who Melvin Manhoof is amazing fighter. Yeah, uh, he beat he beat Mark Hunt back in the day. Oh, okay. He's fighting. He, he's he's also he's thirty nine years old. He's lost his last uh. two fights. He's fighting a guy Hassan Kato, who had an amazing Superman punch over over Joe Schilling. Oh, Schilling, if you don't know, is an, also a great K one fighter. Uh, we'll see. I'm also Bubba McDaniel's on a card, and Bubba McDaniel, if you don't know, was on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he, he lost to Uriah Hall. Mm-hmm. 
Then he got he he fought in Bellator. I think he lost. He's now back in Bellator. He was mowing lawns last time I talked to him. He went to jail because he Oof. got a ticket for a seatbelt ticket, refused to pay it, and did a did a day in jail as opposed to paying the seatbelt ticket. Yeah. And uh, and you know I just I think about this guy, man. Like this guy who went from he was John Jones' sparring partner, trained over at Jackson's. John Jones picked him on his team. He made the Ultimate Fighter. He's on TV. A year, two years later, he's mowing lawns, going to jail for a seatbelt ticket. And I was just like, man, the, the, you know, like sometimes as a comic, I'm like, I don't want to go back to giving out flyers. Like I was thinking about opening up a room somewhere and I'm like, then I got to get people in. I got to, I'm like, man, like this is a, a very humbling experience. He's a nice guy, Bubba. He's been on the show. I'm not knocking yeah. him at all. I'm rooting for him. He's the first card tomorrow night in the Bellator and I will be watching and I'll be rooting for him. But you talk about a fall from grace. You know, or, or just a well, it's a, a, you know, a, a fighting ride. is a high risk career. You know, because yeah. you either make it to the top or you don't, and there's not a lot of there's not a lot of second acts. Right. There's not a lot of other places to go with it unless you open a gym. Yeah, you know that seems to be the which isn't that far from what we do because there's a lot of comics that you know they reach they, they, they reach a certain age they start a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so but it seems like that really is the only. Second act there is, and that you know a lot of them that takes a ton of money. And, 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 and gyms don't make money unless you have the general population coming. Yeah, because they don't they don't make money on like the fighters coming in. No, they make you know money. What you on, make money on you make money on kids. Parents will pay a shit ton of money for you to coach their kids. But you also get paid with like yoga classes or yeah. you know whatever the, the newest you know CrossFit gym or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know whatever the Zumba. That's where that's where it seems like these gyms make the most money on Zumba yeah, yeah. classes, and a lot of fighters, a lot of gyms go out of business. It's it's not yeah. the easiest thing. People they, don't want to yeah. work out. You know now, when uh, UFC blew up, man, MMA shops opened up everywhere, and then about two years after that, they closed down. Well, look at the T-shirts. I mean, remember those fighting shirts, the yeah. Affliction shirts? Affliction, it was, yeah. So it was like the most obnoxious shirts. You, it was just skulls and. Uh, yeah, don't so for, I, I I bought them because Affliction gave me free, they gave me free shirts. Affliction yeah. said, "Come to my store and pick out ten shirts." As I'm if like, you needed to look douchier. Yeah, thank you, I you appreciate really, it. You maxed out. Oh, uh, whatever. Douche. I I I know. I can't even wear them anymore. You were wearing anyway. those with the ripped jeans. You had the full douche attire nailed. I got laid. All right, so. Um, <laughs> hey, not to say it didn't work. I'm just saying you were you were killing it. So tomorrow. Night. Uh, also, as well as Bellator and our boy Bubba fighting, <laughs> I got laid. The WSOF uh, World Series of Fighting, they're having their eight-man tournament this week. Yeah, uh, which is pretty. I like it idea. I like it, but they did it the last time. Like, but two of the guys that advanced also couldn't finish. That was because the Bellator. They got injured. That was the oh, Bellator. Was the, the, the Bellator. This is the World Series of Fighting, and uh, it's a, you know actually the guy that beat Bubba gave him his first loss. Yeah, a guy named Larue Burley who actually got knocked out by Brian Foster as last night. He's six and one. Yeah, he he actually gave Bubba his first defeat. Bubba, over, Bubba overlooked him. He's in it, uh, but he's not. He's in the. Uh, someone has to get hurt for him to come back. Uh, but he could he could win. This other guy named uh, Islam Mamadov hasn't lost. Against since, him, he hasn't lost in two thousand nine. <laughs> uh, he's I mean he's, he's one of these guys from you know Dagestan. Right, uh, right. That, Those guys are dangerous. So dangerous. So dangerous. And he and uh, he's fighting. Jorge you know Patino. What, you know what is good, guys, Jorge Patino is a good fighter. However, he's forty-two years old. Um, I also, feel like those guys from from Eastern Europe just don't feel pain. 
That's what it seems like. They, they have that Drago non-pain thing. Well, my uh, John Roy, who's a very great comic, he has a joke about how in the NBA you can't intimidate an Eastern European guy because you're like like these guys like what you gonna do, motherfucker? He goes, my entire country was blown up. <laughs> like, yeah, like right. what are you gonna say to that guy? Yeah, uh, it's like you know, Khabib used to fight bears. Uh, there's a right, video right, of right. him no, wrestling bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how are you gonna fight a guy that used to wrestle bears? Right. Um, so, uh, they have no fear and they feel no pain. So yeah, so Luis Palomino uh, is fighting, who actually looked great. He had two great fights against Gaethje. He's in it as well. He, I, I, I'm, I'm predicting he, him or Mike Ricci. Mike Ricci is looking great. He was on the Ultimate Fighter a couple years ago. He's uh, good friends at uh, Roy McDonald. Okay. So Ricci could win. Uh, there's a bunch of guys. Uh, another guy named uh, Ein something uh, has a win over Escadero. So I'm looking forward to that, that eight-man thing. Also, Jason High is fighting, who used to be at the UFC. He, this guy hates me. He said, anybody that retweets me, he's going to unfollow. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I've never said anything to him. I've ne- I have no interaction with this guy. He just he, hates he, you. Just, one of these guys does not like me. He got kicked out of the UFC for pushing a ref after his last fight. He lost, pushed a ref, and then got kicked out. Maybe you just mentioned uh, that, and he's like... No, I didn't know. I know this is before. He hated me before. I, I wasn't huh. going to touch that. It sounds like uh, you banged one of the girls he wanted. No, no. It's just one of these guys that, like, I wrote a joke that somehow offended him that had nothing yeah. to do with him. You know how it is, man. Yeah, man. It's like, dude, I didn't write this against you. Uh, when, you when you're a comic, it's, it's a like... a joke. People are going to like you. People are not going to yeah, like well, you. Yeah, well, it happens. So, uh, but on Fox, this Saturday night, Kelvin Gastelum... Yep. ...taking on Neil Magny. Yep. Uh, I'm picking KG, our boy KG. I think... Uh, I think his wrestling is going to be too much for, for Magny. I think he's got a better striker. I think Magny is a, is a tough, durable guy. But I think, I wouldn't say he got exposed by Damian Maya, but he got beat pretty bad by Damian Maya. He came back and beat uh, Eric Silva, who looked nothing like he did since the TRT. Uh, right, it was a right, different Eric right. Silva. Magny won six fights before that. Uh, but I still think KG's going to win this fight. You? Magny's the only one I'm familiar with, and I saw him, and I liked it. I Kelvin looked, won the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Beat Uriah Hall in the finals. I was going to say, I I, I I liked him. I was like, this guy's... I, I, when I saw the match, I was like, oh, I got to go with Magny, because, I mean, I've seen him fight, and I you think You ever see fantastic. Kelvin fight? What's that? Kelvin beat Jake Allenberger in one round. Uh, he beat Nate Marquardt at 185. He's now fighting at 170. He fought Tyron Woodley, came in nine pounds over. Uh, and then because he, he came in up two pounds over, I had to go to the hospital. They rehydrated him. He was nine pounds over. Still a very close fight. Could have went either way. Yeah. Uh, I think the I think the refs were pissed about his weight cut. They gave right, the close right. rounds to to. Uh, but but it was a good fight. A close fight. Um, I think Kelvin's got this. Ricardo Lamas, who's coming across a knockout defeat to Chad Mendez. He's fighting Diego Sanchez. Yo soy uh, Ricardo Lamas. Diego's made made one forty five, which That's I mean, sexy. Diego's fought all, all the way at one seventy. Wow. Uh, to fight at 145, he, he's That's ripped big now. Cut. Big cut, but he's ripped. It's just a matter of how much damage has Diego taken in his life. I yeah. mean, he's been in so many fights, so many fights, so many wars. But he's a guy that has you know wins over the. You look at people he's fought. He's fought the the best of the best. Yeah, but you see these guys wear down. You know, it's like they bring them in because there is some name value there. But at the same time, at this stage of their career, they're worn down. And and you wonder is the weight cut going to affect yeah. the water in his body, which is going to affect his chin. Uh, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm definitely pulling for my boy uh, uh, Diego, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for Diego. <laughs> I love Diego. Uh, now, Cejudo's fighting Formiga. Uh, Henry Cejudo, if you're not familiar, is an Olympic gold medalist oh. in wrestling. 
undefeated in the UFC. I was going to say, uh, he the foundation missed, skill. He missed weight a long time. He missed, he's, for a while, he was kept mess, missing weight. Uh, but now he's, he seems to find the right you formula. miss weight? I mean, this, you got one, one job, okay? You got, you got this fight. You're focused on You got weeks to prepare. You know, how do you miss weight? Uh, I think a lot of times guys get sick or injured during the training camp. Right. And, and they, they can't, can't train keep, right. and, and they don't want to cancel the But that's when you pull out. But a lot of guys, they don't, they, they, they need money. They, right. they're so afraid they, if they, they pull out, the they're afraid if they pull out, they're, they're going to jeopardize their career or the UFC is going to give them Khabib in their next fight. You know, <laughs> so a lot of these, it seems like when I'm talking to these guys, I'm like, why, why did you miss weight? Yeah. And it seems like the, the answer that I get generally is. I, I couldn't. I couldn't run for two weeks. Right, I couldn't right, train for right, three weeks. Okay. That so, would make sense. It just seems like you got one job. How can you show up unprepared for work? Some guys just, you know, some guys they just, you know, when they were eighteen and they were college wrestling, they would they lose cut 15, super easy. sixteen pounds in a night. And now with their thirty, they just can't do it anymore. Your yeah. body is not the same. Yeah. It's a, you can't do it. Yeah. Uh, a couple other good fights on this card. Uh, My body's the same. Efrain Escudero's fighting. He he won the Ultimate Fighter. I love Efrain. Uh, he's fighting Leonardo Silva. I don't know much. About, I don't know much about that guy, but hope Efrain wins. And then Andre Philly, Touchy Philly, who's one of my favorite fighters, <laughs> member of Team Alpha Male, Ugh. says he likes doing anal with chicks. So I got to root for him. Uh, uh, just yeah, that's why. No, totally. Just because he told us that in the yeah, show. Yeah, that's pretty brilliant, though. <laughs> hey, listen, you like what you like. Uh, no, I don't even like doing anal with chicks. I you don't know? either. Listen, every time I bang a girl in the ass, I can't help. It, I'm, I'll be banging her in the ass, thinking to myself, eh, I like pussy better. Every but I'm going to finish in her ass because you don't want to just go ass right to puss because, you know, you give her an infection. Truffle butter. That's, 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 a, that's the song Truffle Butter is about. Is that right? Yeah. That's disgusting. It's about the butter that forms on your penis from going from ass to vagina. Yeah, don't do that. But it's so funny. You got all these kids and parents singing Truffle Butter and they have no idea. <laughs> that that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Going from A to V. Yeah. That's no good. And truffle Butter. Uh, it's not I, good for her and it's not good for you I said Uriah Faber is the only fighter whose chin can produce truffle butter oh. um, <laughs> also Scott Jorgensen is fighting Alejandro Perez I love Jorgensen he's the guy that has uh, yeah, yeah, the Lego yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great guy came on our show super nice guy I, saw I like Jorgensen he's a hell of a fighter hell of a fighter uh, tough, durable fighter. Yeah. Too, much, too much big of a gamer, I think. He actually sponsors a a, a, a gaming team. Yeah, and he's he and he's also ranked in some kind of like I don't know what are they the, the gamer thing. He's like right, right, nationally. Right. I'm like, it's, can you believe that it's becoming a real thing? By the way, gaming is becoming a real thing with championships and shit like that. Selling oh, out the Staples Center and shit I know. like that. It, it's I, no I, joke. I can't believe that people pay to or, watch, to other, watch guys. other people play video games. Yeah. I don't, I don't even like, I couldn't even play video games myself. Every time I watch another guy play a video game, all I think is, when's my turn? Yeah, not, I mean, I, you know, I, like, I don't want to watch you play. When, when I do, do I get to play? Although I will admit one of my biggest regrets, not one of my biggest regrets, a bigger bet, I went to Iowa wrestling camp and Dan Gable, who was like the, the Michael Jordan of wrestling, uh -huh. it was like, we got to go to a trip to his house. And I had got so addicted to NBA Jam when it came out <laughs> that I didn't go to Dan Gable's house. I you stayed, I, back I stayed and in the arcade NBA and played NBA terrible. Jam. And I'm like, the fuck is wrong with me? I was a wrestler. Like, this is like my thing. And yeah. I'm like, no, NBA Jam was, I, I, I missed Dan Gable's look house. Look what it's done to your life. <laughs> look at where you are now. I don't know, man. It's pretty bad. It's you could pretty, be an MMA fighter. Uh, I, Instead, you're a comedian talking about it. I'm happy, actually. That's what that, I was talking to Dana White one hey, your time. brain isn't mush. He was like, he was like, I'm like, man, I kind of wish MMA was around when I was, he's like, man, you'd have no teeth. 
That's what he told me. Yeah. That's, that's what Dana White told me. He's like, yeah. you're better off being a comic. Uh, you know, yeah, you're I, too pretty. Uh, you know what? I I would like that one that a couple. I just want to walk to the octagon. I just think, I just look at these guys and then, then they walk. Like, I, I have so many songs I'd walk out to. Uh, like I, I think when I walk out to this song, when yeah. I walk out to yes, that but song. The question is, what song would you be carried out to? <laughs> that's the question. Another one bites the dust. Totally. Uh, <laughs> no, but I don't know, man. I mean, I'm getting knee surgery. Ice, ice, baby. I'm getting knee surgery. Uh, yeah, because it's ice everywhere. Um, I'm getting knee surgery on the 23rd of my ACL. Then I got to do six months of rehab. Yeah. Then I can go back to wrestling and jujitsu. And well, there you go. Training. That'll make you feel like you lost a fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no. I, honestly, I have so much respect for that. I do think that if I was in college wrestling right now, or I would probably try to do. You would MMA. have your eyes on. Yeah, going well, into MMA. Yeah, but well, you know, especially for wrestlers, when there really isn't a professional act for you. No, that unless was, you want to be an entertainer. That's one of the reasons I quit. You I know? was I was in college, and I'm like, oh, look, they do. I'm not going to make the Olympics. I'm in Division Three. I could have went to again. You, like we said, Olympics doesn't mean money. It just well, that's means, well in you, Olympics you get like they 2500 do. They do free. They don't even do the kind of wrestling they're doing in college. Yeah. Well, you do folk style and collegiate in college. Olympics does freestyle and Greco Roman. Greco Roman. Yeah. So I'm like. Like we had a kid on my team that like it was ranked sixth in the world in Greco Roman and he was division three. He was a really good wrestler. I think he took third in the country, but it was a different it's kind of a different sport. Oh yeah, the only second uh, act for you where you're gonna make somebody is to go into MMA. And that's and that's punches. the thing. I go back, you know, and right now what I do what I've done it, yeah. But being people ask me, would you ever do it? I'm like, look, I'm thirty seven right now. No. What I, would you fight at? I mean you fight I mean if you cut down to actually being I'd be fifty five. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm big now, but I wrestled in college at one one uh, thirty four. Okay. Uh, See, that's what I was gonna 142. guess. One thirty five. No, no, I'd be fifty five. I, I, I'm, 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 a, I'm a pretty big guy now. I'm, I'm, I'm fat uh, compared to what I would be a fighting at. Jesus, I'm fat, you know. Yeah, but I can't I mean, even just... go on a scale. I fucking hate it. I look at the scale. I'm like, oh, scale. What's that? I yeah. Don't know. So no, I, 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 scale, I've been, for me, a scale is for food. <laughs> <laughs> I have been working out more though. I've been, I've been lifting more and running more. Yeah. I just, it just sucks. It was so much easier when you can do a wrestling class. Or jiu-jitsu class. That's your workout. Yeah. So much better than just going to the gym. I go, I go, I go to Gold's and I go to Gold's gym and there are these people that are so roided out of their mind. Yeah. And they're taking off their shirts. No one cares at Gold's gym. And they're flexing and then people taking selfies with them. I'm just like, and they just look, they look unhealthy. I, I'm, I get it. You, like, what are you doing? I, I, Some people I, fall in love with that. I never, that becomes I, their addiction. I never understood and, bodybuilding. And most of those guys, you'll find, they were addicted to something else, and then this is the replacement addiction. Yeah, I get it. I just, but you never see hot chicks go for bodybuilders. Like you always see a bodybuilding has like a ten body as a yeah. man with like a six chick. Totally, like, you're right about that. Who's just in, who's all who thinks you know she's conquered something by being with this guy? But you're right. It's never particularly hot girls that go with them. Uh, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just think when you're that obsessed with your own body, it's like you're just missing out on life. I, I could see obsessed with like over someone else's body. I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Like if, I said, if, it's you, an if addiction, you're, if, it's if an you're addiction, into working it's a vice out, like anything else. If you're a bodybuilder, listen to podcasts. I'm not trying to offend you. Sorry. But you probably have a little dick. Uh, but you, <laughs> you do. You see them in their competition. And, and they've got a tiny little wang. Jesus and Christ. And, I, and it's the steroids sucking it up. And it's like, I don't think that's worth, that's not worth the sacrifice for me. I'm not, I'm not giving up dick size to fucking get big muscles. Not gonna happen. But they, but bodybuilders will tell you that their balls shrink, therefore their dick looks bigger. That, that's what they're saying. But I don't know. I'm checking out their packages it, sometimes. And, and we're gonna and get so beat up by bodybuilders, <laughs> and then they're gonna put their tiny little dicks in our mouths. Now the good thing is they can fit all their dicks in our mouths at the same time because they're not that big. 
You ever see them lined up with the fucking yes, fake pants? Yes, the tiny and- little pants, you know, and the tiny little shorts. And, you're, and you, everyone thinks it. Everyone looks at it and goes, wow, he's got a, for a big guy, he's got a little poke. And then the bodybuilder chicks, like, uh, like you ever see, I, I've seen the transition from like hot chick to bodybuilder chick. Dude. And you're like, dude, you're like a step away from being a dude. One time, totally. One time this guy brings this bodybuilder chick with him and he's like, this is my girl. She's like, hi, how are you? Oh. I'm like, ah, and she goes, and I swear to God, she goes, I'm sorry, I've had a cold. And I'm like, and apparently like a dick. Like, oh, you, there's no, <laughs> are you kidding me? I've seen girls with like hairy, their, their boobs get hairy. Yeah, they get, I mean, it's just, it's not, it's, well, it's not natural. Ah. Uh. I mean, I'd still bang them, but but the point is, is that no, I'm just, I don't know. Some of I mean, them I would. I mean, you know what? It some is? It's bodybuilder nice, chicks. It's nice I would. when they used to be a bodybuilder, and it's kind of just shrunk down to like just being like a kind of a tone. I just think that some of the bodybuilder chicks they could just do like they could trap your your dick with their vagina. They could do some kind of cool moves where like they could like they could do kegels, you know, that yeah, like, like on you know, your penis, and that might feel good. It feels like <laughs> it, feel, it feels like like their ass cheeks could actually pinch off your dick if it got in there, but. Yeah, I, they, I, like, probably, they just pinch it off. You're like, oh, I give it back. They, they honestly, like, I, I remember one time this, I, this, this chick who was like a bodybuilder gave me a, uh, she was giving me a BJ, and I could see her, like, her muscles work. Like, I could see, like, once, uh, like, like her, her, her biceps was kind of like, right, right, it was really pumping out. And I was like, it was kind of hot. At the same time, I'm like, how many dicks can you curl? You know, like, <laughs> it, it seemed like she could just, you know, uh, yeah, like, she probably rip your dick off. She it was to. more like she was doing some kind of exercise than, than, than you know, it was. Did you come? Of course. So, so she's she good at it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Of course. It was yeah. Right. yeah. Meanwhile, Charlie. So basically, you could bang a dude. No. No, no. no. I could not bang a dude. I just, just, no. Could you bang a dude? Fuck no. Although one time I banged this really big girl. like, And I don't mean big like You said fat. that you would bang Caitlyn Jenner. Fuck yeah. So I would bang a dude, yeah. <laughs> well, well, just that dude. Well, it's not a dude anymore. It's a, it's a, well, it's a, no, it's still because she kept the parts. So it's he kept the parts, right? Yeah, he kept the parts. Oh, so he kept, so he's still a dude? I think Technically, he's still a dude. Te- are you sure about that? Yeah, because sexual are, 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 are we going to get more emails about Boy, this? Boy, I know. Now I'm going to get hate. Uh, hate speech Is it a dog? No, no, I think it's a girl, right? No, 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 because uh, the hormones, or he's, <laughs> he, the, the, the Caitlin has taken hormones and gotten the breasts yeah. and the hair and, you know, and everything. But from what I understand, Caitlin has kept... The penis. So Caitlin having now, a penis, now, you would still hook up now with. Now I'm uh, now I know a transgendered person who has had the the sec had the penis cut off, yeah. had the reconstruction, had the vagina put in, yeah. and she who is now a she says that Caitlin is still a man huh. because essentially until you change. <laughs> so this person's the, this is the person everyone the, has to go to, right? Exactly. So blame <laughs> it on them. Don't blame it on me. I'm not saying this. They say a real transgendered person who right. I will not name, but they. This so is you a, would hook up with Caitlyn even though he, she, he still has a penis. Yes, because it is a rare percentage of a person. Okay, <laughs> we're talking Olympic champion transsexual. Now come on, this is the point oh oh one percent. You tell me. Okay, you know? so you're kissing Caitlyn, right? I'm yeah. kissing Caitlyn, okay, and then I'm you reach, and then you over, reach down, no, but then you ass. reach down and feel a penis. That's that's not going to turn I'm you. I'm never reaching down. Okay, so you're just pretending that that. What about the thing that like, I'm hoping it stays tucked for when I when I get her get her flipped over. Yeah, and, and you know put it in the turd cutter. You would you would you'd bang Caitlyn in the butt. Totally, that's the only hole it could go into, oh. except for the mouth. Oh man, I would definitely take a BJ from Caitlyn Jenner. Or I think our sponsor is American Icon <laughs> Autographs. You know what? Hey. You know what? I need to talk to Decipher, and I need to I need to I need to get a, I need to get a ruling on this as to whether or not that would make me gay. 
Because I don't think it would. But I, I think they could help me decipher it. I would want to bring them in on this. And I, I think they would say, I think they would agree with me that it's such a rare sexual situation. You know, it puts you in the top. You're we, okay, a well, all right, okay. Oh, oh, 1%. All right. On the next show or coming up, we're going to have Decipher. We're going to air this call. Yes. Uh, about whether or not, why don't we do it on the air? Let's why, do it on the air. Why don't, why we'll don't we have call, you call yes. Decipher? And we'll talk about whether or not it would, one, it would, and would it be worth it, you know, to go gay? If it is gay, would it be worth it to go gay? Because again, we're talking about Olympic transgendered pussy. That is very rare. Uh, yeah, but it, I don't know. I, I, but I still think it would, be, I don't know. If, I, as soon as like, I think knowing that the, that Caitlin has a penis that, well, I don't think I know that knowing Caitlin has a penis, that would be a deal breaker for me. Uh, or the, even if it used to have a penis, uh, it would be a deal breaker. You know? I, I think I could just the, for the score. For the score? Yeah. But like, who are you Who are you telling this to that people are impressed Everybody with? Everybody on the MMA Roasted Podcast. <laughs> you think people- I'm telling everybody. Are you kidding me? You, I'm running around Hollywood. I'm going to be like, I'm bang Caitlyn Jenner. What about your fiance? I think she'd allow it. Really? Yeah, for the story. Wow. All right. I think she'd allow it for my career. No, she. I, come on. This is all purely hypothetical. Purely uh, hypothetical. Listen, guys, this is one of a kind MMA Roasted Podcast. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Decipher, Decipher is a lifestyle firm designed to help you reach your full so potential through personal coaching. Uh, everyone needs a personal coach. Everyone can benefit from feedback from an outside perspective. Decipher brings that to you. Call them at 1-888-731-2622 or 1-888-731-COACH. Use the code ROASTED for 10% off all services. Also, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else in between. Go to AIASE.com. Also, tip a fighter. Fighters are underpaid. We all know this. Let's get these people more money. They work yeah. their asses off. How many fighters? Are, how many fights this week? We got we got three fights we're looking forward to. WSOF, Bellator, and the UFC all this weekend. Let's get these people some more money. So go to tipafighter.com. You can see me at the HaHa uh, tonight, Friday, and Saturday in North Hollywood. Uh, next week, I will be at the Comic Strip in El Paso, Texas. Yay! That's Comic one of my strip. all-time favorite clubs. I love that club. Love El, that club. El Paso Comic Strip next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And December 7th through 12th, I will be at the L.A. I Comedy Club. I can't the L.A. Comedy Club hadn't booked me. In the stratosphere. I was supposed to open it, but they may have opened so late because they wanted to book me mid, mid-November. It's so. all about you. Yeah. Uh, Greg, where can people find you? Uh, at the Greg Wilson on Twitter. And by the way, guys, you know what? I want everybody, if you listen to the show before Bubba's fight, I want you to tweet him some support. Let him know you're rooting for Bubba Jenkins at Tucson, sir. Uh, what is it, Tucson, sir? It's on, you look up MMA Roast, it's connect all that. But seriously, because I'm very, I want, I want our listeners to show support for Bubba tomorrow night. Absolutely. We're very excited about him fighting. Bubba, you know, go, man, go, Bubba, go. I'm excited. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. Just listen, man. He's got to do what he's got to do. Yeah, but then I think he's a D1 national champion. He's been in there with, with great guys. Yeah, man. And, uh, listen, this is his time. This is his time. All right, I thank you. It. I believe in him, too. Thank you, guys. Take care. <laughs>